none of us is working. We've never had it so hard. So please don't burn our shit hose down, or we'll have to shit in the yard. Welcome to the Salty Static Podcast. Well, I've been in town for 30 years, and every summer you goddamn renters come down here, and you think you can take over the whole town? Well, you can't. Why don't you get a job, Macaulay? All I need is some tasty waves, cool buzz, not fine. Go ahead, and I'll figure out what episode this is. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, randomly now I'm on on something else. We were talking about ODing in the lake, but uh, uh, That's every conversation starts. What are the? I just watched this this thing on a cause Justin's messing with the the. What do you call it? A board? What would you call that? So a, a, ba- like, a baby ass board? Oh, what? Not the, yeah, the not the board. The mixer. The yeah, it's four channel mixer. Four channel. Wow. Am I right? That's four channels. Yeah, motherfucker. Wow. One, two. Well, it has four mics. I'm just kidding. That's Is that the, four channel then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are the what are the old school the old hip hop samplers that use in like the nineties all the time? The oh. four track. Four track, right? Four tracks. Dude, I watched this documentary on Netflix and uh I can't remember if it was like L P or someone was just like showing they're talking I think it was they were talking about the Nas album, the Illmatic album, and he was just like, Oh yeah, just do this, this and he just started making these beats mm-hmm. with it. It was it's fucking unbelievable. Bonkers. Yeah. So, because it was, it was, yeah, it was like, it was so crazy. I was like, it's. I'm scooting over. I don't know. It's like a whole nother, none of that shit. No, like, I'm terrible with. I mean, that started an entire, like, revolution of music when that simple, just like finding those beats and using a four track and stuff. And, I mean, it it started a movement. Yeah, looping with just records and everything. Before we get too much into it. This yeah. is episode 26, not 27. It's 26? Yeah, okay. it's 26. Let's so. skip it and do 27. I was going to say, yeah. we could lie and say it's 27 and talk about well, the 27 Club because we have Zach Hogue, <laughs> fucking musician extraordinaire from the band, Fayroy. And, yeah, but you're older than 27, though, right? Yeah, unfortunately. How I, old are you? I squeaked by. I just turned 31. Ah, uh, shit. So oh, well. the living 20, in the past, though, man. The twenty-seven the past, club, yeah, though. Yeah. Like, that, can you name some of the people that are in it? Yeah, off yeah, top yeah. Of your head? Brian Jones, the Rolling Stones, Janis <laughs> Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain. Um, just, uh, Could have been you, Zach. You Bob fucking Marley. I almost died didn't there. Party uh, hard. He was in his thirties. <laughs> no, he, I think he made it past uh, James Dean. James but he's not a musician, but uh, yeah. It was like uh, Amy artist, Winehouse. Right? Oh yeah, Amy Winehouse. That's right. Yeah. It's a good one. In there. there's, there's you know what's crazy is the dude, that guy Bradley Knoll. You know, uh-huh. he was 28. Ah, uh, like bummer. But I think they figured it out. It's not they sold their souls to the devil and now they have to die at 27. I think that's basically and like Andy Irons was 28. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. I think he was 28 years old. Yeah. So like he just missed it too. And I think what it is is, <clears throat> if you're a rock star, you live that rock star lifestyle. That's a you know, let's say it starts when you're 20 or 19. It takes about seven years to die to yeah, live fall, that you fast. Oh, apart. Right, you know, yeah, like right. yeah, you, you're good for about you know five to seven years, and they, then they should change to the 27-ish club. 27 yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> that would really uh, encapsulate people. It's, it, it, <laughs> the decade. Did, were we talking about this? Where it originated with the guy, the the blues guy. Yeah. At the crossroads, and he sold mm-hmm. his soul to the devil, right? Something Johnson. Like, yeah. Were we were we talking about on a podcast or just randomly talking oh, no, about it? It all runs together now. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Oh, but, we're going to the, the coast. Are. We're going surfing. Yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. He had. Did you hear about his story? So the guy's name. Fuck, I can't. It's like. I should look it up. It's something Johnson, some black dude from uh, like Mississippi, mm. and you learn it's on Netflix. 
and you learn all about like there were things called juke clubs like jukebox right i think i'm saying it right not jute it might be jute anyways so they would play like uh play music you know like jitterbug music or whatever and they would and i can't remember what they would call they'd call them like like the churches hated it because if they everybody went out to the juke club or whatever or the juke spot or something like that then the next day juke nobody would go to Nobody would go to a fucking church. Yeah, too Because right. they yeah, would be hung over. So night. they. They're just so praying to God the church, in the toilet in front the, of the fucking Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the church immediately saw a decline in revenue. No kidding. Like instantly, because they're like, well, everyone went out last night. And they're like, where? Why is? Why are they not here? They asked the wives or whatever. Why is whoever so and so not here? And they'd be like, oh, because they went out to the juke club last night. And then. Sold their soul to the devil. Yeah, well, no. And then they would be like, oh, well. <clears throat> that's bullshit. You know, that's the devil's place because it's taking your, you know, our Sunday money right. from us. So then wow. they turned it into like this terrible house of ill repute style deal. And anyway, so this guy, uh, I don't know. You, you just have to watch. There's a lot to it. But basically he was a shitty musician, like yeah. the shittiest oh, thanks, and then disappears for like nine months to a year. Ends up having all this shitty things happen to him. Like his wife gets, you know, goes and moves with their parents because she's pregnant. And then she loses the baby and she dies. And he's got all this crazy shit that happens to him. And he goes off for like six months to a year and comes back and has created like modern day blues. Like the riffs that you know as the blues. And like is crushing it. And like he would get chased off stage. And so that's where they were like, where did he go? Nobody gets that good that quick. Like. He sold his soul There's to the something devil. That happened, yeah. He went to the crossroads, and then like it's crazy. And the music he plays, like they only have a couple recordings and like one photo of him, and it's just he's good, but it's like creepy. He's got like shark eyes. Yeah, yeah it's just like <laughs> <laughs> totally. Somebody poisoned him. Yeah, because he was fucking their wife. No kidding. And supposedly he had huge fingers. So, uh oh, only takes one. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. anyways 27 yeah <laughs> episode 26 that guy oh, was only 15 years old when that happened mm-hmm. i think yeah. he oh yeah he was probably really young there's some pretty interesting stuff about bob dylan and like why he is like eternally touring and he can't retire because like he said in in interviews like in his rare interviews that he 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 made a really important like decision at a at a certain age and and uh that he can't go back on it, and so his the thing he has to do in return is is tour until he dies. What was and the decision? That's oh. why he stays vague, and and and, he, and they're like, "What you sell your soul to the devil?" And he's like, "You could put it that way." When did he say? What year was this roughly? We always get yelled at for saying what year, but like, what? No, I like was I the time know, I was frame saying, of I was this. Like, dude, that's just it's good salesman. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say. Field. So if it happened in like the mid to early eighties. No, I think no, I think it was later sick- than. Uh, well, when he did that particular one was is like a more later one. I, I I'd say it was like mid nineties. Oh, the 90s. interview. Yeah, oh, the yeah. Interview. yeah, it was even later. The probably, decision. Yeah, I'd say the decision was in the eighties. I'd say. He sold to this when he came back and was electric and everyone. Yeah, was oh, that's a good you're, you're, uh, Newport Music folk. Festival. Yeah, that, uh-huh. I, I just watched that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is that that's what the documentary on Netflix is, right? Is that the one on? Uh, or which one? Anyway, whatever. I've been watching yeah, a bunch. Of, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm calling bullshit. He so. was just trying to make. Oh, it's like the Rolling Stones are the same thing. I mean, those motherfuckers. This? Yeah, dude, old ass Mick Jaggers. I well, saw I'm them last gonna... year in in Miami, and it was crazy the amount of sex appeal that Mick Jagger still had. Like That's he, you're, you wanted to fuck like him. You're a hundred yards away from him. <laughs> I tried. He looked, he looked at him up close. Like, old, God, old yeah, exactly. It's like Iggy Pop. He looks great from a distance. And yeah, just kidding. He's amazing. Iggy Pop's yeah, awesome. I saw them when. 
when they were evacuating for the hurricane last year in Miami, and so they moved the show a night earlier. And it was like a huge, obviously, stadium sold-out show. And people Joe were... Robbie? Joe Robbie? Is it even called Joe Robbie Stadium anymore? Oh, it was uh, Hard Rock Stadium. That's where the Dolphins play? Uh-huh. Oh, I've... fuck. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's way that's or, way east, right? From, from yeah, like, it was or way Hollywood. west. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hollywood, I know yeah. sports, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dolphins, sports. that's like a soccer team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go Fins. Yeah, Go that's Fins. Funny. I uh, in, in my head, jokingly, when Dustin uh, said you guys were coming over, I was like. I don't have any rock and roll gear, but I thought it'd be funny to dress like some record store rock and roll guy. I'd be like, one question, Beatles or the Stones? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. End of interview. Yeah, yeah, who's better? Like, Who'd just... win in a fight, Lemmy or God? <laughs> yeah. Trick question, <laughs> asshole. Lemmy, Lemmy is God. God. <laughs> yes. So funny, dude. So we're, we're out of fucking quarantine, pretty much. Sort of. Like, I mean, bars are no Yeah, the beaches are open again. Oh, uh, I was Boom. down earlier today. It was packed at John's Passick along there and like yeah. Sand Pebble and all that. Yeah. It, fucking ton of people. When was the last time you guys played a show? Um, we were supposed to play a few shows in February and uh, we had a couple decent ones mm. and um, no, it's fine. And yeah, we had, we had a, one in Miami, one in Orlando and we had some with like bands who were doing big tours that we were like playing with and everything and uh, yeah, all got kaput and Damn. lost a decent amount of money from from those and then we had like little uh, a weekend run that we had just gotten done booking to and yeah it, it was definitely so where was the it, last place you played though last last show i think we mm, it had to be uh i think it was the gasparilla arts festival not the music festival but we did like the arts festival then we played some the next day actually i think it was orlando actually oh okay yeah last show we played <laughs> man that, that's, that's got to be tough for like you know like bands that are like newer you know what i mean like you guys are starting to get some momentum some drive yeah more so and then you get you get hit you know? right it's a yeah and every show is kind of just like you know, especially when you're when you're playing with bands from out of town and just like meeting people, and it's always like you know playing with a, a cool band from Nashville or something like that. It's always like another, not I don't want to say opportunity to sound like it's like you're not working it like that, but it's just like every show is like a lot of fun and you're always meeting people. So it's just like a, a bummer to to miss good shows like that, and then on top of that, just like not being able to like go and record even like with all your bandmates and everything are of you course. riding or are you guys make it like like you guys are, like just playing trying to try six to make feet it apart six, six feet, feet apart, apart. Yeah, yeah kyle's always had the, the virus so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no don't fucking trick question it. man you're trying to get me <laughs> no but we've actually in the last couple of weeks we've been starting to get to get like we're starting to kyle and i like who are like started the band together and we're best friends right, so what do you what do you what do you do what do you do in the band for people um i play guitar and i sing he okay. fucks that's what he does for the band. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a virgin actually so. um all right so and so and how many five five four five of you guys four yeah four? okay mm -hmm. yeah and you all grew up together or how did you you guys get started three three of us grew up together indian rocks beach and just um from like surfing and and that that's whole, how you know dustin yeah right he was like 
the hustler king of the beach. and king of the beach <laughs> still is <laughs> still is king of coaster and dustin still they king call of me the santana <laughs> we got you asg coming yeah. king, king of surf expo remember that asg but we did we had that an was asg on play fucking believable night that was cr- i forgot all about that yeah, yeah we had fucking Fights ASG breaking fun. out to Who? asg the vulcan band like the headlining vulcan band no idea. from back in like the I don't know the early two thousands, and they were pretty like they were, they were pretty huge they around then. They had a good then. draw, and uh, Holy fuck, they played coasters, man, which yeah. is so fun. There was like which is the size of this fucking porch. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's always the best, right? When you get a random show like oh, that. Oh yeah, so good. Everyone was under twenty one. Basically, we're just like breaking in Dude. and getting in there. That, yeah, it's funny like that. Like Matt got someone really random that was big because they couldn't play Frankie and the Witch Fingers. Oh, Maybe right. they yeah, played yeah. the Bins, which is pretty. Oh, small for dude, that. Dude, Ben's have had some like crazy banger shows that like it's the reason it's the spot it yeah. is because they've brought in like bands that are you know playing big venues all over the country and like it has a reputation that like when we have bands that we know they're coming out of town, they'll be like, hey, should we play? You know, there's a point when it was like local six six two or Foo Bar, and I was like, yeah, th- those places do have good stages, but like the spot kind of is the bands. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, it's like the authenticity factor, and it's like you tell them, it's like you know, sounds not super great. It's ground level. There's no stage, but it gets so fucking packed and rowdy, and like it's just real legendary it's just energy, shows yeah. there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's funny. Like, yeah, Matt. Matt just knows everyone. And Matt too. Hooks He's like it such up. a He's good just dude. Such yeah. a good dude. He's like. I've known him for, I mean, when I moved to New York and lived with him, it was, like, the reason. Like, like it oh, just you guys made lived it, in New York together. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've lived with him once here. I mean, I knew him here, then we lived together. Nightmare, but we lived together. <laughs> Not only because he's, like, such a night owl, you know? Like, it wasn't anything That's so bad. polite. Like, he's just such fights. a night owl. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't, like, fighting or anything. He just, like, he'll wake you up. You know, yeah, like, just, right. sorry, he's going to bring three people, four people. Yeah, and he's always people. crying and Did stuff you touch like my drumstick? DJ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I yeah, so it was that, and then uh, and then, um, but yeah, when I moved to New York, I mean, through him is how I met everyone. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, yeah. A few of people, but it was just like living with them made it so easy, and like there's just this, like smooth transition. But and that's how from from him working in, in bars and stuff there, it's how he just knows everyone. Just meant you know? to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's, got it's pretty cool. So yeah, it's good. It's 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 great. But uh, anyway, what were, what were well we the be- it's funny. I brought my buddy to. Uh, I brought my roommate Rob, who's. Uh, not really into like the downtown scene at all. Like he does his own thing. Like he goes to like his same lo- like little tour of bars, you know, mm-hmm. on his days off. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you gotta go to the Benz with me. There's tons of people down there. It's fucking crazy. The music's usually really rad. And he's like naysaying the whole thing. He's like, fucking, I don't know, man. I fucking hate downtown. He hates, oh come on. He hates everything about yeah, downtown. Yeah. So we finally, I talk him into coming down. He goes down there. I remember texting Matt about it too. I don't know what was going on that night, but there was literally, and I haven't seen anything like that since. Maybe they were doing like a performance arts thing where they let open mic style deal, but there was a puppet show. <laughs> oh yeah, going on. Oh, that's Quintron and Quintron Miss Pussycat. Are they yeah. a band? You saw or? That? Yeah. Yes, Holy they're awesome. Dude, that's they're, I didn't see rare. That's a New Orleans special, right? They do. Dude. They they do like a performance like that, and then it turns into like a that's show. Awesome. And, like, see, I would have loved to have hung around, but like Rob was like. No, I'm not doing a puppet show. And he was just literally walked out. And I'm like, oh, God man. damn it, man. <laughs> no but yeah, way. I didn't have no missed the, That's probably one of the most original, like, bizarro perform- music yeah. shit Bullshit. you could see. I'll tell you what the most bizarre. If Bobby gets here, we can, whatever. We'll just talk about it anyways. We are the most bizarro, amazing band ever. 
You, me, and Bobby. Remember our idea? No. Satan's of the universe. No. You don't remember? Well, you this? Don't remember we were half the wasted. At, it was when <laughs> you don't remember? We were wasted. So here, remember? <laughs> we don't remember anything. Remember? No, we were at the bends, and these guys were playing, or maybe maybe Swim was playing, but they were bore at the time. Mm. And I remember being like, dude. You, me, and Bobby, we were fucking drunk talking shit, and we were like, we could fucking do a band. And Bobby was like, I want to be in a, take a lot. <laughs> we, were like, we were like, oh, we can do this. And Bobby's like, he's like, oh, yeah, we can be complete performance artists. And he's like, Jimmy's <laughs> the best looking, so Jimmy can be the lead singer. I was like, I'll be the guitarist, and Bobby's like, I'll play the drums. He goes, I go, but none, and I was like, yeah, but none of us know how to play. He's like, I know. And I was like, oh, okay. The whole so point. So we fake it. Like a like, noise band. So literally, went, and we know these guys. We know Fayroy. We know Swim. So we can be like, hey, make it look like we're headlining and you're playing before <laughs> us. And so like we yeah. hype them up. Yeah, like yeah. It's like so these like, guys are fucking nuts. you got to see yeah. them. So instead of like, and then so like basically sax band, Fayroy would play first, let's say. We and then And then uh, we would be like, okay, cool. You know, we'll go on now, and then we go to go on, and we're like, yeah, what's going on, or whatever. We go to do something just to start the the show, but mm-hmm. something always happens. Like, the first one was going to be Bobby was going to go into the bathroom of the Benz and, like, have a bunch of powdered donuts all over his nose and get, like, carried out by a fake cop, <laughs> you know? And then, like, the next one, like, I get too drunk, and, like, I was going to, like, like, we could set it up the night before, the day before, and have, like, some bottles that are on the far side where I, like, freak out and I throw a glass bottle at, like, a bunch of bottles that are up there. I'm like, this is bullshit. And then I get kicked out of the bar. Up on you know? the bar. And yeah, just, yeah, up yeah, on the bar. Yeah. And I get just thrown like out. Huge. And then, like, I was going to do, we could do one where we're like, and so everybody's like, dude, this fucking band never plays. And they, they start this little thing where people are like, they're so oh, fucking wild. They don't. They get kicked out of every show. So they but never they're playing even, next month. We got to go and see them play. Go, Potentially, right. they're exactly. gonna play. And you then like, the, the and then we finally fighting. get to one where like we actually get on stage and like we have like a what do they call that? Like a guy that's he's a like a like a prop. A prop. What do they call it? It's a, like a there's a term for it in like comedy, like the person's stage, in on it. But what is it? Uh, or a uh, goon uh, or a stooge or no, a something. A plant. Like he's planted. They do it with like magicians and shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, whatever that word is. Um, But like we have one of those guys there, right? And he's like, like two people back, and you're like, get up on stage, and like we're all getting ready, and we're like just touching the fucking chords because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. And you like grab the mic, and you're like, we're the Satans of the universe. And then right as you do that, somebody throws a beer in your face, and, and you then you like jump it. off stage and start fighting them, and then Dude. we can't go on again. But you <laughs> know what? That's knows like how Andy Kaufman. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Very Andy Kaufman. Bobby's yeah. like, it'll be total performing art style. Yeah, it'll be pretty performance funny. art. But you make all sorts of merch, and you oh, just yeah. sell like ten grand the in merch. merch. Kills <laughs> it. We have a merch station that stays open the whole time. I made a logo too. When does, <laughs> when does performance art go too far? Yeah, like, I mean, right there. Allen, that's opinion. Spinal G. G. tap. G.G. <laughs> Allen too far. Oh, right. What did G.G. Allen do? What did he shit, shit on stage? He himself with glass. You name he it. tried to, like, rape women in the audience. He's what? a pill piece of shit. Dude. I mean, it's truly. He's, like, he's the worst human being in the world. He'd, he'd get covered in like, Yeah, he'd cut himself, then he'd, like, he'd jump into the audience covered in Was blood. he a singer? He's or? a horrible person, like, a terrible. Punk, punk band, like, front uh, guy, yeah. yeah. I've heard of him. I just he, don't remember. It's a worst. He just died recently, yeah. Staff infection. It's the worst. Worst, worst, like, uh, 
terrible. <clears throat> yeah. No, I think he died like 20. Oh, it was a while ago. Oh, no, you're right. He died, like eight, I think. Because this kid, had, this kid right. I went to school with had pictures of him in a coffin. Like, he went to his funeral, this kid in high school. Oh, that, because I feel like his funeral was here. It might have been up north, but I feel like it might have been here. Because he was in like he was like kind of around here. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy how many fucking. It's terrible. Did like, like a young teen like beat her up all the time. Like, really? Black eye. Yeah, it was a bad. Oh, wow. That's what I it's always laugh when I see like girls with Gigi Allen shirts. You're like, it's like you don't. Know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm so punk. You really? You're, yeah. you're a feminist, but you're wearing a Gigi Allen shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like. <laughs> It's gnarly, dude. He's just like a terrible person. But he died ninety three. Ninety three, yeah, yeah, when I was in high school. But like if you but when you're when you're a teenager and you see that you're like, What the hell is going on? Yeah, like, yeah. You it's, know, you like laugh because he's naked and he's poop you're not like you can't really take it all in until you become a little older and you're like, Oh That guy's got issues, man. pretty heavy like, stuff. Yeah, well you know it's issues, but it's like different juvenile. You're he's laughing at it. the pooping yeah. and stuff and like Yeah. It's br- it was brutal, but anyway, yeah. So that saves the universe. Yeah, yeah. Universe. yeah. Universe. I'm telling you. So that's you, dude. that's like a. It's not. It's sort of perform. I don't know. You know, because there is weird performance art stuff that maybe not that dark, but it like borders on weirdness. Oh, yeah. You know, like I swear, if we were younger, I would do it. I'm just. I'm almost forty, so I can't fucking do that. But if I was like twenty five, I would make us do it, and then literally. I'm telling you, it would work. It would totally work. It would be like Spinal Tap, kind of. Like, literally, right. we would be like, holy shit, I heard... Like, people would get it, eventually. We'd be like WWF, if you've been a WW... Or, sorry, uh, WCW, like, uh-huh. professional wrestling, right. like, fan. In the like the first two years, you're like, this is totally real. And then by the third <laughs> or fourth year, you're like, oh, okay, I get it. It's fake, but it's I love just, it. But it's fun, yeah. Right, so you'd get it. You'd know we weren't going to play, but you'd go to see how we were going to get kicked out. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, exactly. But you know what? The thing that, like, when you did that initial pitch to me about it, and you were saying, like, yeah, we, we got to plan, like, a show around it. So you guys would, it would, like, be a show. Like, the bands would be opening and playing, and then... When the headliner comes on, like some huge brawl breaks out yeah. every time, and like one of the members of the band like just destroys the bar, and like, and you're like, I, I have a friend who's a cop who could actually get come to come in and, in and take like, him out, just grab him real quick. Which is just like, I mean, if you got like the Bens involved with that, like they probably would be like, Matt would be like, fuck yeah, oh, let's yeah. do he it. Totally would have done it. You could get away with that. I know. Dude, what we were thinking about doing. It's never it. too late. Um, I was thinking about we're doing this. Uh, so we're doing this thing called boat stock next saturday oh yeah, yeah and we, they're gonna play oh so you guys are gonna play it'll be their first yeah, their straight out of quarantine show so who, who right else, who's all playing uh kenny mullins these guys and this band called uh johnny mile and the kilometers i've heard that they're fucking good yeah they're sick are i'm psyched here? you got they're from tampa they're all good tampa. kenny's good too but yeah. i got it what if we take your sailboat and Satan's universe playing your sailboat, but it sinks. Well, that's what that's sinks. No, I don't <laughs> what do you mean? It's the best yeah. idea. No, the best. You know how much hyped out, Bill? Hey, no, no, no. Here's the, the deal. Sailboat. Literally, right now, I went and scouted the spot out for like the boats all to sit today. How'd it look? And it's awesome. And there's literally a sunken trawler that's on its side, so we could like in the li- middle of it, right? Kind yeah, of like, like well, it's right. It'll be right to the side of like the main stage boat, cool, so we cool. could literally be like, yeah, we were gonna play, but our boat sank. Man, <laughs> dude, you gotta have a banner. You gotta have like a banner on the side. Like, it's like half, half underwater. <laughs> dude, this, dude, that's gonna be ins- insane. Yeah, I, I mean, think, I you, wanted to do like it sponsored. I mean, I could still do it. I haven't posted the flyer yet. I was supposed to post it tonight. So you taking seven. your sailboat out? Are you gonna sail out there? Yeah, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take my boat out. And Bob's Bob, gonna take what his. What about Trevor? Uh, I don't. He should, should, man. Should he should. His, his is so badass, big, right? Dude. Yeah, he just man. bought like a 37 foot. Amazing sailboat, like Steve Trevor's killed it. He's the best brunette, I think. I know. He's yeah. living on a boat. 
That's true. Well, <laughs> Alex is doing pretty good. Yeah, I Alex guess. is cool. Alex is doing good. That's Alex true. is my best bud. Is he? Yeah. yeah. That's probably how I've hung out with you. Yeah, we all, over the yeah, years. Yeah. yeah Bob, or It's funny. I started out, Jeff was my best friend in middle school. And then through like high school, me and Bobby became really good friends. Right. And then when is, everybody, are you and Jeff the same age or you and Bobby? No, me and Bobby are the same age. Jeff but you younger. just, Jeff surfed more or something. Yeah, Jeff it was. surfed and yeah. Bobby did, Bobby only skated yeah. and Jeff surfed and skated or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny how that whole, I don't know, how friends, how things change, like, and for the reasons they change, you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, if yeah. you're, you know, it doesn't even have to be a negative thing while you don't hang out with somebody anymore, but randomly something changes and like i don't even know why me and bobby started hanging out a bunch we just did i think it's because we both looked like fucking uh both like to party yeah both like to party <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it, it is like a, there, there's like a solid crew of siblings like usually if you have that many siblings you either, not that you might not get along they might be fine but they just don't hang out you right. know what i mean like right the Burnettes like, are a clan. All the Burnettes are, all, and they're all yeah. kind of similar. Like they all surf, they all skate, they're all kind of like into the similar music. Same laugh. Same laugh. Oh god. They're all out loud. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bobby. Does, well, what's funny is Bob and Bobby don't have that laugh though. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Like at all. Like that's true. Everybody else does. Is that from their Alex, mom? Trevor. Definitely Jeff. from their mom. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Because she does it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so funny. funny. It's yeah. very fast. Very yeah. machine gunnish. Kind of like takes you off guard sometimes yeah. in a good way. Like that is funny. That is funny. You're right. It's but um, when you pitch the idea of of boat stock, I mean, yeah. the whole thing came pretty like recently. Dude, so yeah. How quick did you whip it up? Because you didn't say shit Bob about it when we were surfing on I, Saturday. Dude, Bob told it to me on Monday. Yeah. Okay. That was Bob. Monday. Also, Bob's Bob came the up coolest with it, thing of the, of the COVID. Uh, Bob's going to retire off of this. Bob's going to retire. That's his dream. Yeah. Well, he's actually, he's getting on the mic. He's like, who knows? Uh, Tom Jones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> the old uh, bait yeah. shop on 34. For, for Mark Ruzicki. You know Mark? <laughs> oh, oh, Mark's over here. No? Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, dude. He always asks. Dude, we were, I was telling Jimmy the other day. We went out sailing on his boat. That same day, we come back in. And as we're, like, docking the boat, some guys, some crabber dudes coming by. And uh, he's like, oh. And he literally, the guy's name, he said, the guy's name was Jim. He's like, oh, there's Jim. And he was doing that thing where you, like, get up, like, you're going to, and you slowly walk over with, like, your mouth half open. And you're like, and you're like, should I say, hey, Jim. And he's like, hey, Jim. And the guy doesn't even fucking respond. And he's like, and then he's, like, standing there. So he's, like, he's standing up on the, like, the stern of his sailboat, holding on to, like, the stanchion. And he's like, Jim. And he says it twice. And he's like, no response at all from the guy. And he's like. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> that guy's he lost, look, man. looks over to me yeah. and he's like, oh, it's Jim. And I'm like, apparently. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> that guy probably thought it was just someone calling him out for stealing a crab trap. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, exactly. trap. Yeah, he's ignoring like, it. I'm he's not like, looking yeah, up. I'm yeah, not yeah. looking up. Not my problem. <laughs> None of these crab traps are mine. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I remember, I don't know, whatever. We're, the first, dude, Bobby, we were hammered one time at Pete Weck. And he's like, they just started pulling crab traps. And I said, that oh, doesn't matter, shit. right? Yeah. Random. And he's like, we're on the pontoon boat, I feel like. Someone have a pontoon boat? Kristen's... Fuck. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Her, her uh, step... Stepdad or something. Anyway, but we were, like, pulling yeah. them, dude. Just, like, taking the pee oh, just getting the crab. Oh, that's an <laughs> asshole, though. Yeah. And he's I love the, He's putting the crab... You know, putting them back in without their, you know, with their claws on. So yes. someone knew, like, Jesus. not even throwing the crabs back in the water. Oh, get so shot fucking. for poaching. That's what I said. I was crabs. getting scared. I was like, dude, it's going to get killed. Get your head in that fucking... It was pretty funny. Walking a thin line cage. there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Pete doesn't fuck around, man. He fucked me up one day. What do you like, mean? He beat me up. We were having a uh, we were having a wizard staff uh, like 
contest at coasters in Indian Rocks Beach. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, and it was like $25 to enter, and it was like a $200 first place prize, and a wizard staff, if you don't know what it is, excuse me, is where you take a can of beer, drink all of it, and then put a new one on top of it, and duct tape the new one to the top of the old one. And as you continue, up. it keeps getting longer and longer and longer and turns into a wizard staff. So we cut it at, I think we made it a two-hour like cutoff. Whoever had the longest wizard staff at two hours <laughs> was going to win 200 bucks. And Pete was fucking crushed. He was ahead. Like, he was, he was, I shit you not, I think he was at 27 beers. Oh, my God. In two hours. 26 or 27 beers. I was trying to do it, too. But I literally got to like 14, and I was like, yeah, I, I was can't drink say, anymore, dude. Tops, no, I couldn't even yeah. do. I couldn't even. Do, and I was like, I'm done. And I had to kind of host it too. And he kept walking around with this <laughs> fucking 10, 12, 13 foot long fucking wizard staff. And he was he wasn't even like holding it like a staff. He was just holding the top beer and dragging like 15 feet of it behind him. And then people would come up to him and say something to him. And he, it was already, like, bent and kinked, so he'd grab the end of it like a tail and, like, smack people in the face with it. He wouldn't even say a word to them. Oh, my God. And so, they like, people were getting pissed because he'd do it to people he didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. So the, the bar owners were like, hey, man, you better get him, like, in check or else we're going to kick him out. And I don't, he won't win. We'll give it to second place. So I go over to him, and I tell him, I'm like, Pete, you're going to lose $200. All you have to do is not be an asshole. That's all you have to do. You've already won. And you have 15 more minutes. And he's like, fuck you. you know, oh, yeah. he does that. <laughs> That's a good and he like hits me with the thing him. and like ends up going outside and being good for like two minutes and then ends up like Diving hitting some in. random tourists oh, with it. No. And they try to fight him. And then I end up like trying to break it up and he ends up on top of me and he's <laughs> rubbing my forehead in the concrete. Oh. And like if I get when I go really? surfing now, yeah, yeah. If I, when I go surfing now, I'll get if my forehead gets tan. I have like a white patch right here that won't tan. I oh, made some that's nerve damage, of Pete, dude. No way, that's fucking a asshole. Friendship scar. Fuck you, Pete. <laughs> Actually, on that note, this is a call out to yeah, Pete exactly. right now. <laughs> Meet me at coasters. <laughs> Meet me at coasters. Bring your staff. <laughs> Bring your staff, motherfucker. <laughs> um, all right, so we digressed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. So back. So so we got you got this boat. What is it called? called boat stock boat stock okay. yeah. i was like what the fuck what you, is it that's like i'm doing boats like, what the fuck is that i thought it was some company that like no fixed hulls or something yeah like, we need it <laughs> it's a stocks so, and bond stocks for no. boats yeah so no. it's gonna be bands it's it's just an, uh yeah. the first COVID event yeah pretty much and the thing is is it's a perfect uh social distancing thing because you come a, you have to come by boat static production i don't know i was thinking yeah, we should make yeah. it that yeah don't like give i, I haven't credit look i got the thing matt too. k might want to get in on it though hey i know but here's the deal i don't want anybody i don't want any outside <clears throat> sponsors for this one you don't want to because i want to well for one i have no clue how it's going to turn out so i'm not trying to promise somebody yeah. anybody anything that i have no clue well, it's going to be promise. fun regardless oh, right? I think yeah. so, like all friends like so like essentially what you're saying though it it's the bands are setting up on a barge and and it's at some specific time all the one boats to f- are welcome to this one yeah. location I, and I we just have noon. a show on the water yeah and you guys are gonna play and rock people's socks off tell them what you want to do with if we do the boat Wait, do you want to tell a secret though is it gonna be oh yeah that's a good point yeah i won't yeah don't yeah, don't, don't, don't tell, tell sorry, sorry sorry my bad 
So you got to do a fake. Pretend you're going to tell us and Dustin make the thing go. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you. So. And then we'll come back and be like, what? No way. You should do that, actually, to get it hyped. That's a good idea. That would be like, yeah, the preview. Well, the other thing I wanted to do, too, in between them, right? The idea I want to do in between the band setting up, it's probably like 30 minutes in between, maybe. if Race wars. Straight race wars. No, but I was thinking like a beer chugging contest. Or a belly flop contest off the top roof of the trawler. Hell but do both. here's the problem, though. I don't want to advertise that. Because you don't I, need the cops. Well, yeah, because that's going to be, like, not a good look. But I think if... Mm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Right. Is, I got to get it. You, you definitely got to go. I'm going to go on your boat, though. Yeah, go on my... I mean, literally, Bob's boat is going to be the green room. His sailboat is going to be where, like, the I'll bands the hang out. i with all the bands and the groupies. Yeah, that'll be you. <laughs> Only eight people, though. Yeah. Uh, so tell me this, though. Okay, let's get back to you. I, I'm so goddamn conceited I make the <laughs> podcast about myself. I'm enjoying every second I'm of it. I'm sorry. So you got to tell me, and maybe I'm supposed to already know this. I'm a piece of shit friend. Uh, where did the name Fayroy come from? Yeah, the, uh, such a fucking white girl, white bitch fucking question. I know, but I oh, just I think you're gonna say such a white girl, white bitch name. No, <laughs> yeah, fuck your name. Your name like, sounds like a bunch of pussies. A name is hard. I feel. Like, oh man. god. Yeah. So yeah, tell me what that is in the process. That's a big part. Is like obviously the the name process. Like th- this was like the epitome of not overthinking it. The um, where I grew up on Indian Rocks. It's a spot called Scruggs Harbor, and they're just these old beach cottages, and we, they're built in the 20s, and uh, they were founded by Faye and Roy Ennis are the name of the people who built the whole thing, and so the main cottage that I was living in at the time when I was like writing a lot of music and kind of fi- like getting in that mode um, was the Faye Roy Cottage, as we called it, and Kyle was writing everything with me, and like one night, I think we were like literally just like... We had been working on songs until like four in the morning and, and he was just like, we need to name this thing. And we we're kind of like, yeah, what would we name it? We're sitting here and we're like looking up at the ceiling. And he's like, what about Fayroy? And it was just like, ah, let's just yeah. leave it at that. Don't say anything. Yeah. Like we don't need to move on. And That's doesn't have to be capital. The F and the R. Yeah. Gotcha. F and the R one word. And, um, but yeah, so that just kind of stuck and it kind of like literally represents the, the, the atmosphere of of the music is just like old you know cracked paint like beach cottage yeah at night kind of thing you know it's got that good vibe like i listened to it uh which i'd heard you but i I didn't realize it until like i listened but then i listened to some stuff they just got it's great yeah thanks man i really appreciate it yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna have you give me your autograph (laughs) 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 that whole process though of uh writing songs how the fuck do you write a song? I don't know anything, so I might sound like an idiot, but do you write the words first or do you come up with the melody and then find a place to put it? Or can you do both? It's, I mean, chicken before the egg. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's totally up to like, just you, it's always personal to the person, but my normal approach to all that is I usually start coming up with a melody in my head that has nothing to do with lyrics or even a chord structure or anything like that. I'll just start thinking of a melody that I like and, it's like when I'm surfing or, or just like driving or something like that. And from there, I kind of think of like, what does that melody feel like? And, and what am I kind of like, what's the mood that I'm in when I'm doing it? And you start just kind of formulating like what what it what you're even saying is just like, I, it's kind of, now Comes. that I'm saying it, 
like it doesn't really make too much sense to explain but you just start finding the vibe of a song just from like the melody and just working it out and then then you can start finding out lyrics from that and you can just kind of um wonder if it's i usually write choruses first mm-hmm. and then i'll work into the verses because the verse of a song is kind of like the story of it and then the chorus mm-hmm. is like the representation of the whole thing so yeah I wonder if that's like, because like I know if like a painter is going, someone who's you know an artist is going to paint someone, they know what they're going to look like already because they're looking at them. Or right. if they're going to paint a bowl of fruit, right? They know what it's going to look like. You have, but the... like some of the shit that like Dolly, you know Salvador Dolly painted and right. shit. Like I wonder if he knew exactly what it was or if it was kind of like that. If he was like, <clears throat> I'm going to start with this focal point, and yeah. I'm going to just have shit that comes out of my mind. The same way you have shit that comes out of your mind for to write lyrics and melodies, like just onto paint. You know what I mean? And a big or thing with him is canvas. like Dolly was initially like rooted in like he was a master at like still life and fruit. Like he could do all that stuff and like right. just scenes. But as he grew up and like you know turned into like the trippiest, most surreal person, he started finding parallels from like really different parts of his life, things that seemed totally unrelated and he'd incorporate them in the same painting. So it's like completely surreal, but the reason it's so, you draw into it so much is that like, it's so realistic, but it's so impossibly far. Melting clocks. Like they look like an actual brass or gold or silver or whatever frame of a clock. But it's melting. And he'll make it look, and that, like, yeah. makes it look like an egg falling over. So he'll turn it into, like, a, a, like, and he can master that, you know, like, so he'll make it, like, related to breakfast or something. I mean, just psycho stuff. I or mean, a titty. Incredible. Yeah. Like a titty. <laughs> or a titty. Maybe <laughs> like a big titty. <laughs> Three titties. <laughs> Three titties Damn. Good way to, hey, is that on that note, how good are boobs, dude? Dude, yeah. so good. <laughs> <laughs> is that an elbow or is that a titty? I don't know. It's both. It's a dolly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah so were that's you, crazy were you, were you always drawn to music like growing up were, were you always, yeah did you always think like this is what i'm gonna fucking do my, my family my my dad he, and he's a twin brother they they were like you know top. born into it yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, they have these they got beards let's put it that way no but uh they're musicians they always have been so i was kind of born into being inclined into do, like they were kind of pushing me into that but um my dad's just like all about classic surf music like Dick Dale and the so Ventures. Is he, is, he from where, is he from here? Is from from out west? He's or? from Boston, Boston initially, that's, and that's where like all my family's from. No shit. Yeah, so but he just was drawn to that like that sound that like that's a fucking fantastic dude. That Dick Dale's he, from Boston. Is he really? No yeah. shit. Uh huh. And he moved to California. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so I, I just like that. That was my initial interest. I just love the guitar playing of surf. It's like. It's like blues playing, but when it's all like they're just shredding with like just reverb and stuff. There's something that's so it's like infinitely cool. Like that's always been like I was just love that style of playing. So that's what made me start playing guitar, and so I just learned that that's stuff. Awesome. For yeah, years it's like and years. it's like a chill. I don't know, like a, like rock, like ch- chilled out Chuck Berry sound. Or yeah, something. right. Like, like, yeah. A, like Chuck Berry meets like a, a mech sound from like South Mexico. So you know what I mean? Right. It's yeah, like got yeah, that, like, totally. There's like a, a, there's a, a Western, tw- like spaghetti Western type with thing, a or Spanish and Detroity, whatever rock and roll thing. Right. Yeah. It, it's a it's a cool mesh. So yeah, it's always a good sound, and and I like that. That's like a. There's a few bands do it doing that sound again or now or whatever you know. Yeah, like, like yeah. 
I, there's actually a, a bunch. I don't know. Like, what what do you like? Do you tour with bands that are similar to you guys in sound, or is it like do you get a mixed bag sometimes, or how does how does that go? It, it, it you know, it's it's gotten to the point now where we where we started touring with bands that like we really really like, and and we've since we've just been you know working on it long enough we're, we're starting to meet the people that we are attracted to and and that we like look up to and like the swim guys and there's a band in texas called the bright light social hour that we did like a really awesome tour up california with last year with them and swim and i think a big draw in the middle is that we it's it's rooted in a lot of like psychedelia and like a big like jam yeah. in the middle of a set and you come back into your songs and everything oh, yeah, yeah that's <clears throat> but um yeah i mean i'd say that's a big part of it you always want to tour with people that that kind of like you can relate with in some way but it's great playing with band that you know like johnny mile and the kilometers like yeah. that we don't sound really similar but those guys are just such shredders that like you just can't deny that you just love their music because they're right. just good yeah, yeah i listened to that song you sent me i was like damn these guys are fucking yeah. good like they're, they're i like, would listen to this in the car for sure and it's not one of those things where it's like oh it's a local band you know so i'm no, trying to support stars. them you know what i mean like yeah. no i would totally listen to this shit in, in the car and they're a spectacle when you see them live like their bass player chris mm -hmm. um he's like almost seven feet tall and he's huge and he wears like sequined suits with giant wide brim hats and he's like the craziest bass player you've ever seen he's just like in your face the whole time and i mean they put on a show <laughs> man it's, yeah. it's awesome they all wear leather and stuff and they're just like <laughs> they're gonna burn bob's boat yeah down. They're gonna <laughs> like burn, uh, make a black hole right there when you were so when you were younger like high school whatever were you you had the influence from your dad and your uncles were you all did you also listen to the shit that's like was popular then you know whatever like weird because that was like a weird time i feel like probably like like probably like a lot of yeah like weird emo shit and like all yeah. that kind oh, of yeah. like mopey right. sad boy shit like are you kids? like eh. I, when i didn't get into <laughs> well, too much sad stuff but i did like i i liked some like a little embarrassing some like heavy at like I'm trying to think of one like there's a band called Chiodos that was like super heavy like but like but emo you know kind yeah, of but yeah. but I like those bands because they're like crazy guitar players and really good and, and it was just like helping me learn how to play more but it's all been rooted in like classic rock and like surf like I love yeah. Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath like that's everything yeah, like that I listen stoner, to yeah like heavy stoner yeah definitely stuff, yeah. so is that that's what you guys that's what you would listen to normally like that's your favorite kind of music that's what I listen to most of the time like yeah classic rock classic classic what? rock but like heavier like classic stoner rock, rock yeah. Yeah. And, and the yeah, Stones like and Beatles but I, there, there's a lot of modern bands. And the Stooges, I like a lot. obviously, like that's that's a bad. I, I, I go, keep going through the, these waves, like the Stooges. The Sto they're the they best come fucking back. bands. Like '69, '68, or something. Yeah, right? it's nuts. Like man. when you listen to it, you're like, "This really? is fantastic." Then you listen to it, and you're like, "Oh, this is '68 or whatever, or, or yeah. early, maybe earlier." I can't. Well, so they were so it's ahead of the curve, man. Way they ahead, were, like yeah. bonkers. Like, like it's it's a different. It's it's like what. Like the Beatles kind of and the Stones, I guess the Stones kind of just kept it classic. Like, yeah, like you know, blues. the Beatles like created this different curve, but like the Stooges, 
I don't know, man. It's a whole nother fucking and world. Iggy Pop was scary live. So, I mean, like he, he he was a totally new force, and like there's there's shows. Yeah, he was the original cut yourself with bottles yeah. and shit, he, like he roll like around a, the ground. And what like, do they call it? Like he was a um he would get completely naked for an entire show, like when they're playing in France, and yeah. it's just like oh, this yeah. this mainstream massive <laughs> band. He's just like fucking like crowd surfing naked, like yeah, just a singing a hit, maniac, fucking man. baller, man. Do you uh so good? Do you have a favorite band of all time? That's like that's a, a hard thing to ask someone who's not a musician. Yeah, but like, I, I feel like any answer I'd give you, I'd be like, nah, I should have said these guys instead. Well, though. fuck what other people think. What do you think? <laughs> no, no, no. I no. I'm saying get I would boys. say that. I'd be like, get yeah. a boys. <laughs> would have to be yeah, <laughs> be the Ghetto Boys or Trina. No, um, Big Billy Ray. <laughs> Big Billy Ray. Cyrus. <laughs> Big Billy Ray. Cyrus. <laughs> um, well, no. What, okay, top. Do top three then. Can you do top three? Oh man. Okay. So pick three. So I uh, yeah. that you would be fired up on. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can't pick three. I don't think it's okay. hard, man. It's so it's hard, hard. To, to cover that spectrum. Okay, okay. I would have to say would the be... Beatles would have to be there, and I, and I just gotta like throw that out. Like yeah. uh, that's one because they <clears throat> okay. they were such an influence, and, and they're so different. So many different types of albums, and they did so much. But then like. It's even a little embarrassing to say, but like Tom Petty, like Tom even Petty's like, fantastic. dude, Tom I mean, it, it's awesome. like he he was just the Gainesville like Gainesville kid. Yeah, yeah, man, no kidding. I, we we played a show in Gainesville recently, and it's crazy how many murals of Tom Petty there are everywhere. But it's <laughs> oh, like, really? hell yeah, man. But <laughs> Tom I, Petty, yeah, I'm always yeah, listening to Tom. I mean, he's always like in a in. in on the, on the road trip list. A Him thing on Wildflowers. Uh, Rick Rubin was talking oh, about yeah. producing Wildflowers, and it's like it's like a later one. Like what's like early nineties. So or many something. hits on it but though, it's man. So good. Yeah, yeah. every yeah. fucking. Album. The guy couldn't write a bad song. Nah, Tom Petty's fantastic. And he kept it real. He kept it real until he died. Like, and he had like a like a podcast, and and he did was he really? just oh yeah, and it was, nice it was called Tom Petty's Buried Treasures, and all he did was play it was a serious show right well no 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 i mean he did like skits on it and stuff oh no did it yeah way. and then yeah. he we would should do skits okay Sorry, here go we ahead. go <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's gonna do pull your dick out yeah. <laughs> well, so it's like it's just a joke but it's hilarious <laughs> okay sorry go ahead wait mind. what are you saying man no uh, no that um so he, he would definitely be one and um and then uh I would want to think of somebody like more modern that like has been a huge influence. Like the Pixies or something. Pixies are awesome. Fantastic. Flaming Lips did a lot Flaming for like in great. in my life, and uh, oh man, White Denim <clears throat> is a really good freaking band. Oh, White's White Denim. I don't know. White that. Denim. Th- these guys, they're they're, you know, they're still young, but they're they're cranking stuff out, and they're just like. A, a group of insane like peers, musicians. like your peers, sort of white, white thin. A little older than, yeah. but but still, like, I mean, I wish I could say a peer. They're like way, you know, they're amazing. But um, yeah, it's this is one of those questions that like in twenty minutes, really... so I'd be like, actually, you know, I gotta bring okay, them up this too. Yeah. Okay. I could rifle off Al- albums are better than <clears throat> yeah, saying bands, say. like uh, like albums. albums. But I, mean, okay, I, I so... could have a stack of <clears throat> albums that I could rifle off. You know, so like, go okay, your top three rap albums. Mm. favorite rap albums because that way you know what I mean like you don't know what the fuck those guys are doing or what the fuck those guys Kendrick are Kendrick Lamar is my favorite rapper really yeah okay. I mean his he, he was he's just like gotten his first couple albums are just like prolific like he he was just he, he was on something new I felt like that right. was pretty awesome and then um NWA NWA is so good freaking Wu-Tang 
Yeah, we, we, we talked about this when we were uh, in walking the, uh, or hiking that Glacier National Park. Oh, yeah. I mean, because we had eight hours a day to just walk right. and talk. About music and about, stuff. Yeah, yeah, we were talking, and we were going over, and I think we came up Billy with Ray our Cyrus favorite. Billy Ray Cyrus came up a lot. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I can do albums better than rappers, yeah, so. man. Like, Very talented. <laughs> God damn, it's just a talented guy. You know, Dude. the thing about him, he seems nice, too. No, I would <laughs> totally party with Billy Ray Cyrus. Of course. If he would party with me. I'd party with his I'd daughter, be, too. It'd be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't remember what we came up with, but I'm pretty sure Wu-Tang, or Enter the Wu-Tang. Enter the, oh, the yeah. Wu. Enter what the was Wu. it? Or no, 36 Chambers. 36 Chambers, yeah. Was one of them, was one of the albums, and then we had, I don't know, what? Uh, Enter the Stage of Black Moon, I like that. I like Nas, Illmatic. Oh, yeah, Illmatic. Oh, oh, yep. Illmatic's the best. That's the best hip-hop album ever made, ever created, ever. Like, it had every, it did the first thing that took multiple producers. So, like, Q-Tip, uh, LP, like, I mean, there's a yeah. premiere made beats for it. Like, there's, I think there's five guys, and I can't, I'm blanking. But that's why it's so fucking, I mean, uh, on top of Nas rapping, but lyrics, everything. But the beats are all different because it's made by the five illest hip-hop producers in yeah, 1992. Right. It's fucking bonkers. They all start, like, everyone blew up from that. Everyone started the career from that, like, era. Of just, yeah, like, or they were, like, make, yeah, like, so, like, Guru, like, Gangstar was around, so Premier was making beat. Like, there's EPMD, like, there's all these bands, but, like, now it's like, no, I want to work with and they were all like, yeah, he's the illest. We'll all work with him. He's only like 17 when he started <laughs> it's making insane, it. Holy shit. Man, it's yeah, so I feel like it was like 17 to yeah. like, or 16 to 18, whatever it is. It's it's something crazy. And it's the fucking best. It's the best hip hop album, 100%. Every song is a hit. Everything is. is yeah, they can't do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, Straight Out of Compton's good, and, and all, but it's like different. Like, it's just. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not anything bad. You know, Ghetto Boys are fucking fantastic. Like,. Outcast, fucking fantastic. Oh yeah, but, like, of course. That's... That Illmatic album is the, is the best. What was uh, what was your the first instrument you started playing? Like, I'm sure you had a Tyco mm. piano, but right. you know what I mean, yeah. or a Casio keyboard with a demo button on it. But mm-hmm. like, what was the first instrument you're like, oh, I'm, I want to learn how to play this. Yeah, um, guitar. Really? Yeah, they did. I, I kind of I had a red like a classic red surfy Stratocaster guitar and I, I, I played it for a while and, and got into it and then I stopped and I got into I was playing trumpet in school for a while but that only lasted for a few years and I just like uh-uh. Thank God. and then um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> did you find benefit from that yeah Learning oh big trumpet. time he got yeah. really good at jerking off right. <laughs> <laughs> I got good at like being good, for him. being good by myself <laughs> No, um, trombone but, is what you're thinking of, Dustin. Trump, Trumpet's uh, blowing. Trumpet Dustin's a tuba guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but Rusty I, I, the trumpet, piano, and guitar have a lot of really sim- big similarities to them and stuff like that. And that's also like, I think I got into those three things because that's what Dick Dale played, and, and I like knew all that stuff. Oh, and, yeah. and for being like the surf guitar, it's all went to that. Then high school, I was just like punk band strictly course, yeah. for, for a long time and played in a band so were you full on like like punk punker oh were yeah like, man Liberty what Spikes what was the other band yeah the Liberty Spikes I love it dude I love that um, what you said you played in a band in high school? What was it? Yeah, Second Place Failure was the name of the band. Oh, that's, I remember that. Yeah, one. and and to be honest, there's like when I look back on that, it was with Chris Candela yep. and um um a couple of their guys who don't live um live around here, but uh yeah, man, for being we were like you know 15, 16, and we did like it was like a cool 
high school band because we got kind of like popular in high school and like we played our sophomore year like talent show and our principal was retiring and she went up to do we played one song and and it was like you know packed auditorium and the the principal went up to do her speech to be like hey thank you so much like i'm retiring and they booed her off the stage, and we got to play two more songs. <laughs> and I remember, like, the fuck up. They still booed to this the day, principal, that, uh, the, who was retiring after like twenty five years. Was or she a bitch, like, or was it like just a cool thing to do? Necessarily. Yeah, yeah, she was kind of a nice lady. Yes, yeah, Largo. Yeah, okay. yeah, and and um, but I always look back on that, and I'm like, that's still like one of the peaks of my life. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was it was fun. So the punk band was great for a while, but two of the guys were we had this this um rich jewish guy who came up and started paying for like our equipment and we signed contracts with him and he had bought a rehearsal space for us and it was like kind of like doing his thing Mm -hmm. and two of the guys were like we're selling out we're not doing it which we were 16 years old so i was like come on man nothing's happening this guy's the guy bought you cigarettes and filled my tank up okay we didn't sell out he's giving us a ride you're still living at your parents you're you're taking money from them you're not yeah not at all (laughs) so those dudes tripped out and quit the band and and and, that's amazing and so condell and i were like should we try to keep playing and we did for a while we found a couple other guys we played a show at state theater and um, it was like the only show we played together, and it was it was fun. But then we kind of like it, it was done after that. We nixed it, and yeah. and um, that's when I was really getting into skimboarding. Same time, mm-hmm. and and I was starting to like. It's a pretty lucrative career. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I would be a millionaire if I stuck to that. Um, but yeah, I was competing like in contests. So you know, big prizes like you know. 500 bucks yeah. <laughs> for first prize. First, that's first. pretty no, good that's for no, it's, the purse. No, it's yes, not. The purse. But that's split between 15 people. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. No, but so I was into that, so I literally stopped playing music. Or I didn't stop, but like it, it was definitely on the back burner. You sold out for skimboarding. Skimboarding sold is out fun for as exile. fuck, man. It is. It is. All yeah. the time. Like, well, we used to skim. Hell yeah. At least you twice a week, me and yeah. Dustin and Sam. I, I remember. Splendor would always be out there. Okay. Yeah, Splendor was good. Splendor was good. Yep. And then pro. who was the dude with the, still lion, still the lion tattoo on his lower back? Pete Anderson? Yes. 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 Yeah. Pete, and then Pete the, and then What the, happened to Pete Anderson? The other dude, Mike. Mike was Cole. Mike, Mike Cole. Yeah, that dude. Oh, I love. Yeah, dude. I haven't seen Joel, him in years. The dude, Joel Tudor. No, Joel Tudor's a long Yeah, yeah. Joel, uh. Yeah. Joel, did you hear what happened to him though? The reason he stopped skimboarding because he quit skimboarding for a long. Uh, he's time. like it works for Lay's stock and shelves. Really, uh, Joel Gardner. 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 Yeah. yeah. Is that his Gardner? Gardner. Oh, no. I think so. He works for Lay's Maybe. stock and I, shelves. I, I don't yeah. fucking know, but he was really good. Like he had the best style ever. Yeah, he's good. Dude was jacked. He was real tall. Uh-huh. I fucked the shit Sam's, out of yeah, him. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but here's Sam's what happened. Brother, his brother Sam's. Sam's like uh, whatever. Oh yeah, no, that's Gabe, right. Gabe. Gabe. Brother. Yeah. Yes. Gabe Garland. Yeah. Yeah, Joel Garland. That was oh, his yeah. name. Gabe so anyways, he goes, uh, he was skimming at like Reddington Jetty. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. He was probably 19 years old or something. And uh, he like hit the lip, did something and fell. And the board flew out and hit some little kid in the head. Oh, dear. Like and like busted the kid's oh, head shit. open or his face open. And then the dad came up and oh. fucking busted Joel's Whoa, face open. no kidding. So there was like a counter suing thing, and nothing, I don't know that anything came out of it. But after that's what I heard, and I'm not like, and I, you didn't see him again for a long time. Yeah, we would. And see And then him I remember, the see, yeah, and then randomly we'd see him again, but like, he was fucking. I don't know, whatever. 
He was yeah. great. Skimboarding, but he was good. Like, he yeah. was one of those technical dudes. Yeah, just but, good um, style. No, I was going to say so something funny about uh, when your, your buddies from high school sold said you were selling out. Like, that's <laughs> such a weird thing. Because remember when, like, Blink-182 or whatever? That's went, the epitome whatever, of it. And that's, yeah. like, the epitome of that. But so, to me, like, if you're a high school kid and you do that, um, and you're a six, in a pretty successful, or let's call it a pretty popular band, like, if you quit and say, fuck you, I'm not selling out like mm -hmm. do you think or even in those other scenarios maybe the drummer for blink the original drummer for blink 182 do you think maybe they just were scared yeah you know what i mean like is no, that you could what, not is like that... it you could be like fuck it I well and we were into really? like i think like leftover skater, crack and like real punk music like we were into like like pretty heavy stuff and i think that they thought like oh we're going down that road of like but the thing is that's like in the mind of like a sophomore in high school where they're like yeah we're selling out but it's like we're not making money from it or anything. like yeah, th this is just a dude out. who's sponsoring <laughs> yeah. us we're sponsored essentially yeah. nobody bought anything yeah. if you're, yeah. Yeah. so you if didn't you sell on, anything like, out <laughs> fat records or something you'd be more of a sellout that's like but that's the right. thing it's like I'm what happens in a bad if, way, but, but it's, it's, it's true. usually popular you know what i mean yeah. so you're gonna get more fame from being on a punk rock label than some dude who's which is also weird some dude wanted to pay for yeah <laughs> we should talk more about the jewish guy what what was his deal his name was actually i'm not gonna say his name yeah. um but <laughs> he, he um he owned like a a big i think like a the, a huge pest control service or something in the area and he was West had, Barlow. He, yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, yeah i'm just gonna, <laughs> <it ain't him. laughs> he um but <laughs> he just had an interest in in and he was he he like sponsored us and like uh, two other bands i'm pretty sure but he, he he was trying to like he didn't know anything about the music industry he was just like a wealthy guy who was like oh this is a good band and i'm gonna like make it he, he just put on the allure that he he was like a producer and he'd show up to our like rehearsal yes, space in a mercedes with rings and, and literally like gold chains and you'd smoke i mean he, he was playing the boys the part. got something here yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. all right boys let's all yeah, boys, round we're up gonna get here. pastrami like, sandwiches <laughs> after. Yeah. now somebody go get that honey jar and rub it on my end in the thigh <laughs> exactly <laughs> You think Harvey Weinstein's creepy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of us are going for a ride. Oh, today. that's hilarious! I bet his last name was Weinstein. <laughs> well, you'll tell us afterwards. <laughs> we'll see I'll, when we're finished. But um, yeah, he 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 was like wine and dining, where it was just like we signed like a little simple contract with him. But like the day we signed a contract, we all went to the Guitar Center in Tampa, and he bought everyone in the band a completely new rig, like oh, a whole new equipment. Bonkers. Yeah, and he did How like old a were you? sixteen. Oh, he wanted to fuck. Yeah. yeah. Something weird. I mean, maybe he was a good-looking guy. He was a good-looking guy. <laughs> maybe he saw money. You know, maybe he just, like, yeah. I can make money. Like, yeah, and, and he was hiring coaches. Like, there was, like, this dude who was coming in who was saying, okay, like, you, you're kind of this guy in the band. And like, and we're like, we, like no, we're not. Band. He's trying to do a... Yeah, he was trying to... Who's the dude from Orlando? <clears throat> Which one? The dude that oh, made, oh, like, yeah, all the NSYNC. NSYNC and yeah, all right, right. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick. Oh, what is his name? Was that Al Hal? Something yeah, like yeah, that. I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, yeah. And he just, yeah. Like, what did your parents? What did your parents think of him? Yeah. Like taking you to Guitar Center and? Well, the day that happened, he, he, we had like the the signing at like you know at my grandma's place, who my right. grandma pretty much raised me. But all all the families met there, and, and we tried to make it like this like, nice moment. We signed everything and. And he gave us each in advance of 250 bucks. And and it was just like, you know, he was trying to make Shit. it feel like it was a real thing. And, right. And so he started, like, 
but he was he was having us practice a ton like every single day after school for like four hours three or four hours and um we were doing that and then he would take us to like battle the bands and and we play those and Mm. when we were we won a couple battle the bands and he was taking like half of the profit from it which is like i mean I don't give a shit. This is awesome. Like, yeah, we I mean, were that's fun. what he said he was, was there to do. All music you know? that we're writing, we weren't doing anything differently. And But the other two of the guys started tripping out about it. And they're like, this is all wrong. We're doing it for the wrong reasons. And I'm like, we're we're just writing music and getting to play. And, like, you know, yeah. we're still having fun. <laughs> getting exposure. Yeah. and But in the end, it was probably a good thing. I mean, it was it was just like... I think we all like it was like a matter of time because it was like Kendall and I were best friends and the other two were best friends and like we were it was there was like a you know we a didn't divide. we didn't hang we didn't yeah. hang too much other That's, than that it's so weird that like I don't know I mean in any day and age I guess you just didn't see it back in the day more but like to you have to like kind of filter what this guy's doing yeah you know what I mean like I look back is he it. like I mean from what you're telling me it sounds like it, he was pretty legit and maybe he was trying to make a move in the music industry and he saw a really maybe an inexpensive way right. to make a huge profit if you guys you know if he invested 20 grand in you guys he could he, sell his company and do yeah, something who like knows? that yeah but it's also funny because like maybe he was also a kid toucher yeah you never know and i'm not like saying that yeah you know, anyth- I, and i don't want to like shit on the guy because from what you've said he sounds pretty legit but it's just so weird that like Somebody tries to do something nice and give back, mm-hmm. and then instantly you're like, "Well, what is yeah, your angle here, buddy?" No one wants to buddy? hang out with fucking strange kids. Yeah, that's how old was the guy? Shit. Yeah, he was like my, our our parents' age. A little. Did older, he have maybe. any kids? Yeah, he had a daughter who was our age. Oh, yeah. She hot? Okay, that I thought me. she was pretty hot. And, See, and, you could have. Freaking... But she, whenever we came over, she would like ignore us. She would like run off in the other room, and we're like, either she's scared of us, or she like wants nothing to do with this oh, weird yeah, situation. Yeah. So I'm shy. Exactly. We all take a drink. We're like I don't know. Fucking right? hey, man. <laughs> anyways, thinking about all, all the molestation. So anyways, him and <laughs> that guy children. and I got married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, we after that we all kind of split our ways, and then from skimming for a while, and that was kind of like the reality of like skimboarding. Where I'm like, yeah, this is a lot of fun, and I wasn't like obviously I didn't see like a long future for that, so I ended up um just right like when I was coming back here and like living back at home on Indian Rocks, and I was like totally on like my classic tip of music, like all the stuff I used to like, and I started writing in that vein, and I was best friends with Kyle. And we just started, like, we wrote, like, in a weekend, like, a group of songs that was, like, unplanned. And we were, like, whoa, these feel really good. And this feels like it's not trying to be any other type of genre. And we're not trying to do our own thing. And it feels, like, unique to us. And that's when we just decided to go for it. And, and, like, within a year, him and I moved to San Francisco. And and we're... We lived oh, there for... Oh, you're living in San Francisco? Yeah, we lived there for almost four years doing it. and. And then, yeah, came back here while touring and had no intent of, of staying, really, just seeing family and play a couple shows. And and it was one of those things that, like, we um, played a couple good shows here. And, like, you know, living in San Francisco was hard. We, we, we yeah, played it's a show. Yeah, yeah. And after we left here, after, like, this awesome trip, we're like, damn, that was crazy. And there's a cool scene in St. Pete, and there's, like, real authentic music scene happening here and good art scene. We kept touring, went up to New York, 
went up to Maine and then started cutting across, got into Chicago. We played our show in Chicago and got hammered. Part- just, sorry, just you and uh, Kyle? No, it was the full band. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Keep going. And um, we got to Chicago. We played our show and then, you know, stayed at a friend's house and woke up the next morning and someone stole our van and um, no we, we were living out of the van. We moved out of our house in San Francisco to do this big oh, wow. tour. So we had the van stolen with like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars almost of just like diff- we had our surfboards we have all of our luggage with all of our clothes and then like hard drives with like seven years of information oh. all of our music equipment everything got stolen and um Fuck. and so it was like oh my god like what are we gonna do and we stayed there for a couple weeks and we got like the news to do like a big feature on it, nbc news in chicago and we did like these interviews for it and we got a tip that some guy was trying to sell one of my guitars at a guitar center somewhere else in in um illinois and and caught that guy and he had like a stash point because it was like an operation where they're stealing mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff oh, shit. so we found like a trailer with like half of our equipment in it damn that's good that's not bad shit. yeah but and uh, did you get the cops involved or did you go oh, yourself yeah, totally oh, okay. vigilante justice <laughs> we were driving through humboldt park in chicago and we realized like this is out of our hands we got to call the police yeah, like it's it, scary parts of chicago yeah, yeah like capri green or whatever dude standing in the middle of the road blocking our car we couldn't drive past him you didn't want really? to go down his Block and you just like for real head to toe. Yeah, Chicago's gnarly, man. It was it's terrifying. No fucking, it's probably the sk- so it's called Chirac. Yeah, man. Right. Oh wow. Highest homicide rate. Yeah, there, it's bonkers, dude. It was it was like another Shit. world. And so we asked the sergeant, we're like, hey, like, uh, you know, we're getting a tip that our van's in this area, and 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 this sergeant who was giving us a ride was like, yeah, we might just have to cut our losses with that one. So certain things aren't worth it and everything. And it was like. You're the cop, man. Yeah. Like you're saying, you can't go. Dude, there's certain neighborhoods, man. That is, that's there's places crazy. like Cincinnati that used to have these projects like that. Like you go in, and sometimes they just smoke the cops. Like, yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, like, really, yeah, right. There's this the great, cops are like, oh yeah, you win. We're it's out. a skate spot now because it's abandoned. But there used to be these projects in Cincinnati, and like I guess like yeah, it's a one way in, one way out. But it's like a giant, like almost a full circle, but you can't get all the way through. Oh, and shit. like people, yeah, people go in and just you ain't coming out. And like, it's bad, bad. But like, yeah, Baltimore used to be like there's just yeah. places. Detroit, man. Some yeah, parts Detroit, of Detroit are heavy crazy, duty. Yeah. yeah. So when did the um the other two guys join the band? Um, so Gray, who, who you know, Grayson, mm-hmm. he um he's childhood friends and he's a musician and, and he he's played some he he has his own band in Orlando called Someday River and they're fucking amazing. But when we got back to Florida. We decided to stay for a while, and we're writing. We're finishing an album. He he was just like our our kind of like fill-in guitar player for a while because he's like a bud and he's good. And he just obviously meshed so well, and it was like meant to be. And we had a couple of bass players over the years, but then um, one of our best friends, Marie Sabra, who's like a, a St. Pete, like she's a photographer in the area, and she's got awesome style and just like one of our best dear friends. She started dating this guy named Dallas Eubanks, and, and he's just a real smooth guy, never loses his head, and he's a really good musician, plays in a band called the Jackets, and um, we just started befriending him, and he started playing bass with us and guitar, and it was just like, once we had that four, and we were like, we did one tour together, it was like, we, we can shit. be on the road together, yeah. and, and like, we have a good dynamic, and everybody can like, trust each other, and like, we, everyone, you know, parties but not too hard like where we can all like keep it together when you're like on a long road trip together and yeah we just started like that was like the little group that started like we started getting a little more momentum with those guys and 
the tours have been like progressively better and we're just like getting cooler shows and yeah. writing better music and so those are the guys that you went out to san francisco with no no uh, another guy uh, okay. yeah just kyle's been the ride or die the whole time and okay, i write gotcha. everything together right right but um yeah it was another friend who was the drummer and he was we were a three-piece at the time and and um he, he is a really interesting guy. He lives in Washington State, like in a really rural area now. Lives out of like a school bus. But yeah, he's another great friend. But you know, it's, just did his own thing. Yeah. yeah after That's, a while. So when you guys were out in San Francisco, like, what was the uh, point where you were like, we got to go back to, we got to come back, or we got to. Oakland or in San Francisco? We, we were in San Francisco for about two years, and then we moved to Berkeley. Berkeley, um, yeah, yeah and just got a place in the hills there. Bonkers, right? it's uh, so expensive. Well, that's why and we came like right when a huge curve of the tech movement was starting. Like we we moved at a bad time to go to go there, and we had definitely some like the best and worst life experiences there. But mainly, it was like the best time being there. But um, yeah, it was just like rent in the apartment that we were in when we moved there. We were living in a studio apartment with six people. And sleeping, everybody slept on the floor. So except how much was rent? So were you living out? You know Ryan, with the uh, I don't know, twin brother, Ryan glasses. Banbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he was he, he living out there when you guys. He lived with us. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I skate with him all the time. Oh yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Banbury's man. Yeah, yeah, great. He came out. They came out on a visit one time, and we all he took he took mushrooms for the first time, and we were on a hike through the Mere Woods, and did like a big redwood hike, and. Kyle and I hosted them and just tried to make it like the most insane like Halloween weekend in San Francisco and we just had like the best time and at the end of that trip Ryan's like so just to let you know I think I'm gonna move here it's pretty soon and we're like do it man we'll move, move in your, together move your bed over a little yeah. so he, he was our bass player for quite some time oh, in the was? band and he, oh, right he, he was on the he was on the tour when we got the van stolen so oh, he, he was in Chicago so, with us when that happened yeah that's wild yeah that's weird. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I started small skating world. with him you know at the skate park all the time and then randomly I was like oh I'm going on this hiking trip with uh you know, I was like telling my buddy Bobby and his brother Alex, and he's like, "Oh, Alex Burnett," blah, blah, blah. and then like I was just like, "Oh yeah, I know." And then Bobby's like, "Oh yeah, I stay with him in San Francisco." Like it was just like a weird yeah. small so, thing. You we're know? all connected, man. It's like incest. Yeah. So you guys yeah. were six of you were living in a studio apartment. Yeah. How much is rent at the uh, apartment so total? The the girl who who had the apartment is one of our. It's a really good friend too, and and she. Honestly, she wasn't charging us for a while. Then we would pay like 150 bucks here and there. Oh, like okay, yeah. we had nothing. So not yeah. It was nothing. And and but it was crazy because like Kyle slept in his bedroom was her closet, and he just slept on her clothes, her dirty clothes, for so, a year and a half almost. Like, so you guys were just literally like squatters. trying to make a band happened so there was no other jobs or anything you guys didn't do any any other kind of work up there we just did. trying to get gigs basically oh well no no no. um kyle was a um a bellhop in the middle of union square san francisco <laughs> <No way>. <laughs> <laughs> and i worked in a uh in a, a restaurant above macy's called um it's like a, a a gourmet burger place in union square and um i got fired from that job because kyle and i got roofied on New Year's Eve in San Francisco when we first moved there and none of our friends were like there because they're all home visiting their family so we were um we had just moved into our place in Berkeley and uh yeah we just um went out one night only had like two or three beers ended up at some weird jazz bar and like they did a big like community toast of champagne 
And um, we had just gotten these jobs. We just moved into this place. We're like, we're fucking living on the other side of the country. We got a band. We're doing it, man. We're doing it. Give me a roofie. Yeah. And then I woke up in a homeless shelter the next morning. Shut up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How the fuck? What the fuck happened? Um, we we didn't know he's roofie. We weren't drunk, man. We we, we I had uh, two beers and and a shot of tequila for midnight. Year, remember? Yep. And then and then there was a people <laughs> passing around champagne at this jazz bar and. Um, you know, it's San Francisco, and we were at, like, a gay jazz bar. One of them was a Jewish guy from St. Pete. <laughs> yeah, and, and he said he knew me from high school. I did not recognize him. Cheers. Cheers to the past. I knew you'd make it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it was crazy. And, and, Kyle, we lived in, like, a cabin in Berkeley up in the hills. Like, we were, like, out there in Berkeley above this graveyard. And um, I woke up the next morning and was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on? Looking around, my phone was gone. My wallet was in the front pocket of my shirt and everything. And um, I I, uh, went up and asked, like, I didn't even know the layout of the city yet. Like, I had just moved there. Like, it was pretty recent. And, um, yeah, we had to – I had to find a taxi. And I asked them, like, hey, where can I just get a taxi? And the woman in the homeless shelter was like, you just want to go to another bar. You want a taxi to go to another bar. And I was like, <laughs> I lady, I'm terrified. <laughs> like, but I took a taxi over the Bay Bridge. I only had $60 in my bank account. You used 60 bucks of the oh, taxi. Fuck. I didn't have enough money to get to the top of the hill that we lived on. Like in Berkeley, it was like and a mountain. cab driver wouldn't even take you? He, what a piece of shit. To be honest, for Rat me, bastard. I was in such a mental state where I didn't explain my situation. I was just like quietly. Oh, like, yeah. And I was like, hey, man, actually can you just drop me off at the bottom of the graveyard? That's what I said to him when it was like eight in the morning. It was foggy. And he's like, yeah, man, happy new year's. And, uh, I got out, ran up this graveyard, which is like a mountain basically. And I got to the top of it. When you get to the top of the graveyard, our house was on stilts against this mountain. And it's like a little (laughs) weird glass house. I got up there and the front door of the house was open. And I was like, Oh my God, like what is going on? Like I couldn't call obviously cause I didn't have my cell phone and, ran up the stairs to this place and Kyle was in the house and he had tagged it to his bed where his his face and his head was on the on the bed but his like neck torso body was on the floor like he had just like made it on and I woke him up and I was like dude what's going on what's going on you know wake up and he's like whoa 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 and he's like looking around and we kind of realized that Right around like twelve fifteen, that champagne we drank, we both blacked out, and Whoa. and he he's like, I have this small memory of like puking on the bar and like peeing in an elevator, and he's like saying all these crazy so, things. So <laughs> why'd you get fired? Because I didn't show up to work and on January first. Oh, because you guys were both. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, and I'm sure so, you got. Yeah, drugs. nice yeah. bringing it back. I was like, why did I tell this story? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was just like that was like the first job, and I was like, well, that's not a good way to start. And it was one of those things we had just moved across the country, We'd never lived somewhere else, and we're like, are we like gonna run back home with the tail between our legs, yeah. kind of thing? Right. So we we stuck it out, didn't drink for a while, and I got a job at like Outback Steakhouse. And we we, we kind of like dialed in, and then like the next few years, we were kind of coasting a little better. Yeah. Right. And then like started playing shows and getting so into why, that scene what, more. So what was it that you were like, all right, you know what, let's fucking head back home. Or let's, I mean, not that it's a negative thing. I'm just saying like, what was the point, the turning point where you're like, you know what, you know what is a good idea? Go back to Florida. Yeah, it was when we every time we toured we had to move out of the place we were living in because it's just too expensive oh, yeah. to, to, to maintain. Mm-hmm. 
and with the tech boom like when we moved out of our apartment it it tripled in price for the next tenants who took that apartment and um so it was just going up so fast we couldn't afford things when we got back from long tours okay. and um and uh yeah so it the intent was not to move back to florida we just came here and had such like a good time and played such a had like just visiting everybody playing a couple really good shows and then we kept touring and after chicago lived in san francisco for one more year and then we're just kind of like yeah let's tour back and stay for at least a little while record right. an album and go right. back home and since we've been here like we all got girlfriends and 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 like are stoked on life and playing good shows the band's doing well so we're like let's just stick jimmy around. quit married. That was the best summer of my life. Oh my god. It's happening. It's happening. When I look back now, the best days of my life. Dude, it's so you guys. It's amazing. No, man. We're still doing it. No, no, yeah. Those are shittiest days of my life, man. Well, it's funny. I had this, I had a similar thing. Like when I went to, when I moved to Jacksonville, I moved to St. Augustine first. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking take St. Augustine and Jacksonville. You know, like I had a bunch of friends up there. I had been doing good here with like doing promotions and events and shit. Yeah, right. So I'm going to do the same fucking thing there. And then I'll just bounce back and forth between the two and make Easy double drive. the money. Right. I'll fucking kill it. <clears throat> and I got there and it was like, I don't know. You with Chris, right? You yeah, I lived with Chris first. And what's crazy is I really can't say, like I had amazing connections up there. My buddy Jay Dodson is like I remember one of the gnarliest period. dudes up there ever. And he just was so helpful but i don't know i just it was humbling because i think i don't know i think i wanted it to be yeah like i think i wanted you were just ready to be humble like to be humbled by it and like because i i remember just being like afraid of everything like i don't what like and the whole thing was i think the whole like looking back you know seven years you know hindsight i think the whole thing was was that i was like a like more afraid to fail yeah than anything you know what i mean i was like, like man, i gotta I f- test myself in some way well, because how like you know the deal indian rock speech like people move away and come right the fuck back right all people the time don't even leave or they go yeah. away for college and they're right yeah, back. right, right. And, you're like, oh, okay. and it's not a bad thing i think well yeah. it's to me we it's live a, in paradise it's a thing it's yeah. a i can't they're, think of the I word but it's it. a conf- it's a it's a constitute to what is the word it's like a something to uh, how amazing this place is, and it really is good. It's, yeah, it's yeah. inexpensive. It's where the it's rest of the country comes low to crime. vacation. Man. Yeah, like, Straight and it's up. paradise. But like, but I just, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, man, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck. Did I, you know, could I have tried harder or whatever? And then, I had like the perfect storm happen, where, basically, the company I was working for, Rusty went under. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. trying to get onto a fire department or get into the fire uh, academy mm-hmm. up there, and our lease was up. So all three things happened. So like in December, <clears throat> like December fourteenth, I got a call from the guys at Rusty or it was Happy Shovel LLC, and they were like, "Hey, we're we just went under again," and I was God like, "Son it. of a bitch, yeah, man! Like, what am I supposed to do?" Yeah, and I'm like, "God damn it!" So. Uh, I was like, okay, now I got to find a new fucking job. And then I was doing, I was going to school to be an EMT and I was having to do ride alongs at fire departments. And I did a ride along at fire department. And I told the guy, it was like my last ride along. Yeah. 
and I was going to graduate from EMT like a week later. And the guys, and I was like, yeah, man. He's like, oh, well, what's the next, you know, ne- what's your what's next step? step? And I was like, I'm going to go to the fire academy. He's like, oh, he's like, what, what, uh, like for, you know, next like June. And I was like, no, no, no. I want, I want to get into like the spring class in like two months. And he's like, they've already filled up, dude. He's like, you have to be signed up for that shit like early. And I was like, what? And then I found out that, yeah, they were already done. And I wouldn't have been able to get into a academy until or a class until june of the next year yeah and i was like i'm not gonna wait that fucking long what am i gonna do the whole time and so i was like and my lease was up january 1st so i was i called around and the only fucking fire academy that was starting in march was spjc and i was like that's it i'm going home like i'm going fucking home and that was it just totally makes sense 100 percent yeah but yeah, it, but I'll tell you what, did you have a feeling of like, I don't know, I kind of, I didn't really have a failure feeling because I was coming home to go to the fire academy, mm-hmm. but I kind of did when I'd see people and I'd have to explain, oh, oh, you, are yeah. you in town for the weekend? And be like, no, I moved back. And then it's like, you have to say that. Oh, I moved back. No, and it's hard you to know? talk about that. And and to be honest, dude, this has been a conversation that I have, like, gone over or I've talked with, like, Kyle about because we've, like, living there. We got, like, you know, broken into a lot of times. And a lot of things were, like, the opportunity were, like, dude, we're broke. What right. do we do? What, right. What's the next move? And it was one of those things where, like, you know, if, if we kept bouncing back, every time we bounce back from something, we're like, well, dude, we bounced back last time. Like, you just got to keep yeah. going. You just got to get smarter and, and, like, stop being such an idiot and doing these dumb things. And it took even Chicago. Like, obviously, that's, like, a huge, like, part of my life and the fact that, like, everything I owned was gone. I was broke and, like, I was stuck on the other side of the country. And I was like, I am not moving back to Florida from this because that is pure right. defeat. I right. can't because I'm not going back to anything. Like, and I was like, but it's the same thing. I'm not going back to anything in San Francisco except, like, this thing I'm working on. So we moved back for another year, and that's what made it that four years. And everybody says it's, like, three years. You move somewhere new, and if you do three years, then it shows that you're sticking it out, you know, mm-hmm. because you're going to go through all of that. So I was like, let's make it four years at least. And it was on that fourth year we were living there, and, and we were just, like, still plugging away. And it was so expensive, and I was like, dude, let's just – we got an offer to do – an album here and a good studio for free yeah. and we're like why, why would we pass that up so let's make it a tour we'll come down here we'll record the album we'll come back unless something good happens here and while we're here it's like we felt like the scene in St. it was when St. Pete started like blowing yeah. up quicker and, and like <laughs> yeah. all those new places were opening so quickly and like the Benz was like in full swing and like good shows good venues good bands coming out of nowhere and like that's when we moved into Roser and all that stuff where it was like man it it, it feels stupid to move back to San Francisco when we're like in the beginning of a really cool thing happening here and if we stick it out here and just keep working and we're like we have the comfort of home and everything we can tour 10 times as much now and we do and it's it's helped but there is that that certain level of like should we just stayed anyways just like to be stubborn and right. like see what now, happens but I think if you're traveling why the fuck stay somewhere expensive well, right. I mean I know you're home you're back Nest and stuff and, but it's like yeah and I feel like certain places like that are, are, are almost overplayed at this point with the way everything is in life like you don't have to fucking live in fucking Brooklyn you yeah, don't have to live in Williamsburg you don't right. have to live in San Francisco yeah you don't have to live in these little like 
eras. You can live wherever, and you you're, you you just put your music out. Everyone can fucking see it. Right. And you and you why not live? Yeah, like I said, where where your where your friends and family are, and you're gone six months randomly throughout the year in your home. Yeah. Like, but why like, is it? Why is it that it seems like all big names? You know, or or does it? Do they move to California yes, or New York after? after? Like after? Tom Petty. Not <laughs> well, after, no, I mean, but yeah. during. Like, like but, you know, like fucking. It doesn't matter. Like the yeah. B-52s are from uh, uh, Athens, Georgia. Oh yeah, I'll, B-52s I'll, are so gay as shit. Dude, the I'm B-52s are <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> they are good. They're awesome. Dude, yeah. so, Rock that first album is fucking. Yeah, those freaking albums are. Watch them. A private Idaho live or something. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah. Oh no, they're awesome. So like you don't have to. All those bands had to move to those cities because back then that's where everything was. Everything right. was in L.A. Everything was in New the York. The recording studios those that were the best. Those two places were yeah. where you were. That's where the opportunity is. And so if, if you wanted if country, Nashville. you were in Nashville. Like yeah. it, that's just yeah. how it was. If you're kind of catching fire already and you're yeah. and and you got like the opportunity and like it's like we're doing so good. It's like that's when you make that jump to another place to like go into the good studio right. or to be around it. But but it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, you fly it doesn't. And record dude, for it's, a week. we're in a different era. Miley Cyrus made it in Orlando. And those studios are all like. <laughs> A lot of those old studios are, are going away. You know, they're not they're not yeah, there right. anymore. Sun like, Studios and all like the is legendary. Is that the one? The Sun? The, is that the one that uh, Dave Grohl did the uh, documentary on? The Sun Sun Sun, sun Studios. Sunset Studios. Yeah, there, there's Sun Studios in in Memphis, and then oh, there's okay. then there's like Sunset. Whatever the one. And did you see that documentary? Yeah, it's yeah, fantastic. it was awesome, dude. Yeah, so so, was so many good albums. Uh, Dave Grohl just documentary on this uh, studio in like L.A. Like are out in the like. Well, it was like a mini series. He did like all these different cities yeah. and their studios and like why they're. And he did just all, all these. Ba- it's it's just great. He just did this one, but he bought that studio. He ended up buying all the boards and moving them to a, oh, like his no house shit. or the most iconic place. So too, that's yeah. uh, there's like so many albums that are recorded. It's cr- like, with all that that soundboard, basically like, the Neve uh, console yeah. or something like it's that. So yeah. That's weird. funny. Like that's when we were talking about our favorite bands. I was gonna keep my mouth shut, but y'all brought Dave Grohl up, and he's my favorite. I hate Foo Fighters, dude. Like that's it's probably. I'm just kidding. I know, I know, I totally (laughs) get it. Talented fucking noise, and I totally like, and I love like older stuff too. But like, in my mind, and I'm sure this has been said a billion times, but like, the Foo Fighters are kind of the last rock and roll band. They might be. You know what I mean? Like think, like think, like on the level of like the Stones. You know what I mean? Like the Eagles. For their time, or like, uh, I'm trying to think to tra- counter argue like, you. know what yeah, I mean? I don't like, like your statement. I right neither now, do but I. I, can't, I, I, can't I get argue. it because they're so goddamn like mainstream, whatever, but like it's the truth. Like, on their level of like, and they rock arenas, tours. Yeah, like, uh, that, yeah, they're, like, doing huge. they're, I mean, I, Fuck, you're probably I'm not saying as they're as, as big as those other people, but they're the they last, are. they're from that genre. Like, they fit yeah, the in end, with uh, those yeah. guys. Yeah, I They fit in with them. It's true. I mean, they, they are an arena rock band that's right. still, like, current iconic enough. Yeah, and they're band. iconic. They're going to go down in it. You're, you're right. And, yeah. and those dudes are all super fucking talented. Yeah. And they're all from great other great bands. In the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you're from Nirvana and then... Uh, Will Ferrell, the drummer. The one dude. No, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. They kind of fit into that category, I right, guess. Right, but they, <laughs> they were before the Foo Fighters, though. Oh, way before. But you know what I mean? They're like, similar in age, true, though. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm just saying, like, a new band to come. Like, when was the last 
new arena rock and roll band. Jack Jack White's pretty huge Jack in that lane. He like make he he's pretty hardcore, I think he's but super talented. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, people hate on him. And but you're right. Like, Foo Fighters as a unit, yeah, though. Yeah, I was gonna like, say. Do you think they're on like? They got a lot of hits. Now man. the White Stripes, nothing's on the left. They're food, they're huge. You're right. Yeah, they're, they're massive. Right. It's that's a it's great crazy, point. It's crazy though to think that. Like I'm gonna text weird. you in like six hours. When yeah, I dude, when you have else, somebody like, else. Actually, these know. guys are onto something. Fucking Axl Rose's son <laughs> has a man. I thought I thought for a minute that like I don't know, maybe not. Hmm. But I I really like this this first two strokes out. Those are fucking awesome. Yeah. Albums. Oh, they just came out with a new one like is two it days pretty ago. Good? Yeah, I like it's it. It's pretty good. I like it a lot. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I thought they like when I first heard this, I was like this is like good rock and roll. Like oh, this definitely. could be like. But I guess it just it didn't appeal to the masses the same way. It's, it's like the yeah, Foo Fighters are very more mainstream. Generic. Take it yeah. easy. No, they're good though. You fucking called DG generic. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about double F? Are you saying that they're yeah? Do you know about double Go- F, the band Ghost. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, is that, I've seen is them live. I, I saw them. Did you see them when they came to Ruth Eckerd Hall? No, I saw them at um. I saw them in California. Oh, I saw them on the way oh, over there. I was at Wawa, the and the guy oh. was wearing a ghost hat, and I was like, "What the fuck is ghost?" Oh, it said ghost. Never heard ghost. Never heard of my They're huge. I mean, but they're fantastic, man. Or Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. Have you heard of them? No, I don't think so. Uncle Acid, the Deadbeats, like they're uh, just set. Like I saw them on accident. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I saw them on accident in uh, in the pool, Boston (laughs) one time. Camo above ground pool, man. Oh, isn't that funny? Like when you randomly see bands. Yeah, well, and we we there's a venue in Boston called the Middle East, and they have an upstairs that's like a medium size, kind of like crowbar sized venue, and then the downstairs is like a pretty big area. And we were playing a show, and then we saw their tour bus, and they were playing downstairs the same night, and we're like, those dudes look so badass. Like, who is that band? And we looked at, like, the marquee, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. So we played. We were opening a show that night, and we went downstairs to, like, catch their set after, and it kind of, like, blew my socks off where I was like, this is, like, Black Sabbath, heavy stoner rock. Really? But... The lead singer sings everything in a harmony with the another guy where it's like this real it, it's cool it, yeah, they're worth look looking up that. yeah i like yeah. that that sounds that sounds really interesting and really really uh, uh cool. yeah i don't know i, I, I like love that. finding you like i don't know like like you just stumble across it sometimes you're like whoa yeah, you're like where did this come did this? from yeah, yeah. yeah like no matter what i don't know i love i love that like and i love when people can really like not recreate or emulate but like when they are really giving like a big nod to uh to like good music of the past and making it their own in their own way and it just kind of shows like yeah these yeah. guys are it's just yeah like when someone hands you some shit like like you know whatever it is like i remember the first time someone handed me like a rocky erickson tape i'm like right whoa yeah and yeah. in the first time i heard uh there's something else i gonna say god damn it uh, whatever any but you hear the shit and you're like oh this is fucking fuck, fuck. Awesome! Like, Goddamn fucking uh, Dustin So Dustin's turning us. into a dad. He <laughs> so he, he likes to smile. He's taking <laughs> photos with the flash on. Sorry, uh, <laughs> Rocky Erickson. But yeah, no, well, yeah, and I was gonna say something else. Oh, my bad. In the same time, like like uh, someone's like, "Have you heard Rodriguez?" Oh right. And I was like, but I had. I was like, oh, I remember these songs. Like someone played this when I was a kid. Like my mom, my dad, whatever. But like it's Rodriguez, is fucking fantastic. Mm. Have you you ever listened to Rodriguez? I, I know that name because he's like blown up over the years. But no, I I don't. It's I'm not it's sure. 
I'll, I'll yeah, just look. It's every song is really like there's like there's a documentary on him. It's pretty. It's called Waiting for Sugar Man. Anyways, this dude that like <laughs> from Detroit that made all this like groundbreaking music in like the '60s '70s, and it just I don't know if it's like bad deals for whatever reason it didn't catch on here, and he just started working like doing manual labor, like remodeling, gutting apartments in Detroit, just. You know, huff like carrying refrigerators downstairs, just gnarly shit. Damn. And in South Africa, he got fucking humongous. Whoa. Really? But the dude, and it's a crazy argument. The dude who owned the rights, who like produced it, whatever, never told him that he was famous there and was just collecting money. Dude. No oh, way. Because it was a bad deal. Yeah, and like, so somehow someone found out, that, and there was a rumor in South America that, or South Africa that he died. And so, like, everyone's like, oh, he's dead, whatever. And then someone's like, no, he's fucking alive. He's doing the manual labor in Detroit. And they're like, what? I saw him what? lifting a refrigerator so, like, down some stairs. 30 years later <laughs> or 40 years later, off. it finally, through the internet, probably through the internet technology, it all came around, and they realized That's he was alive. Unreal. And they're like, they fucking love you. And I, I think what it was was an American girl from California came to South Africa with that record and, 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 and then or tape and then they recorded it and they recorded it and it just got passed around no and kidding yeah, and then, and then that's like, like the coolest version of that yeah. ever but when like, you watch you know. a documentary and the dude the dude who like fucked him over it's so he's like yeah it's my man Rodriguez and then all of a sudden when they ask him about the money and popular he like switches and you see this like darkness it's a Ooh, wild documentary yeah. man. what's it called what's the documentary called waiting for, sh- waiting for the Sugar Man or something on Netflix uh, yeah, it's on. I think it's on Netflix or Amazon. It's great. It, it's shit, really, really man, good. But that's he's wild. And every song is good. You're like, these songs are fucking great, man. Huh. Like, and the lyrics are really. It's like really poetic and really good. Damn. But uh, and I love. I just like that. Like you know, it's like people hand you stuff. And you, like the first time I heard like Towns Van Zandt, I'm like, this is yeah, fucking it's unbelievable. Heartbreaking. It's so gnar. I can't listen to it. That all guy the died. Time. Was it turned into a drug addict? That's why he stopped. It's just a like morphine. S- who Van Zandt? Towns Town Van, Van Zandt. He started selling all of his songs. <laughs> The he started selling them for money so he could Leonard buy think, No, that's uh, the Ronnie Van Zandt. Oh, oh yeah, Steve yeah. Van Zandt. This, is this is like a, yeah. a Bob Dylan-esque, just acoustic guitar player. But, but oh, okay. darker, like a little more Super. like... Uh, really? He's like yeah. te- Oklahoma or Texas, like just dark. But like, he's all, he was just like a cool dude. He like, really was cool. I, I We've covered some of his songs have you? before. Yeah. Uh, did you... Him. Okay, so I asked you to cover a song like... Three months ago. Oh, right. No, yeah, we got to do the cover song. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh, Dave yeah. Grohl, solo yeah, album. my hero. No, no, yeah, no. Like in the Mentos song. <laughs> the Mentos <laughs> video song. They did have good videos. They had I'll great videos. Learn the no, remember, do you remember what it was? We can learn that by next. Yeah, the who. Um, you can't learn it by next Saturday, can you? Oh, that, that, that one's not too hard. Sunny really? after yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah, it's so them. No, it's that song... Dude, it's so good, and I can see him singing it. It's that song. Uh, the does it come together? No. The... no, it's not. No, no, no. Together. Well, it's, oh, but it's king. like Sorry. people try to shut me down. Yeah, yeah. Talking like, about oh, my yeah, generation. Yeah. That song, dude. Yeah, that's totally his style. The way he like fake stutters in the yeah, song ch- ch- is ch- hilarious. Ch- 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 yeah, yeah, dude, man, you gotta play cool. that. And can you learn it by next Saturday, please? Yeah, and play the show for free and just donations, please. Is that you know cool? what? Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. Hey, guess what? I'm gonna peel my fucking head back and be that Jewish guy. It's good to see you again. <laughs> good to see you. Drink up. <laughs> see you at the They're homeless, all drugged. See you at the homeless shelter Round in the morning. Two. 
No, but so yeah, that's the other thing too about the show. I gotta plug it really quick. Make like that's such a scumbag thing to no, do. No, no, but for like, real but though, it's it's all to pay these guys. Is you go to Venmo and you do at Boatstock, and whatever you want to donate will go to these bands. I'm not doing it. I, well, you're gonna be there <laughs> drinking with me, so it's fine. No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. yeah I'll what were you gonna say? No, no, I, I was gonna say like just you plugging the show in general. The the thing I want to say from my end, the reason like I'm so stoked on it is that it is such a good idea to it, set it, up yeah. a band on a freaking it's barge. It's such a Florida like. Dude, it's yeah. that's what I was gonna Florida, say. Right? I keep saying the word authenticity, but there is like such like a badass like, especially you, Dustin, because you do throw really good events over the years and i've always loved like just like it's like oh dustin's throwing it's gonna be fucking crazy like it's (laughs) always and because you you think things out and you think of a lot of different aspects of like the party and just like talking with you and bob and i'll have like little random questions and you're like oh no we already talked to the fwc about it like like we we can do it and and i was just like oh my god so the we're not gonna get broken up in 30 seconds we might though but who knows I mean, I the only it. thing they told really me, my buddy, well, yeah, my buddy miles. told me that the only thing that he sees an issue with is if there's a noise ordinance, but we're like almost a thousand, we're probably more than a thousand yards away from the closest yeah, house. Yeah, it, and it's in the afternoon. So everyone, right. this is next weekend. Next we didn't Saturday. say when it is. This, this is next yeah, Saturday. May 16th. May 16th. Yeah, so a week from, yeah, a week from. <clears> and it's literally March. like right behind the VA right next to Madeira Beach Middle. It's the boat you know graveyard, where, man. Yeah, the, the sailboat graveyard. If you know where Hurricane Hole is, it's like right in front of Hurricane Hole. And there'll be a flyer for it. And then, yeah, you know, we'll I'm gonna, I shit. was supposed to post it tonight, but we did the I gotta tell everyone, yeah, I'll tell Matt to put, to, to put something up yeah. too. I'll tell Matt about it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you and the only way to get there and to listen to it, to be honestly here, I mean, if you have a stand-up paddleboard, you can use that, but mm-hmm. you have to have some kind of a vessel to Actually, get you to the you know what I love Bay Pines overpass just block it with <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, exactly there. lock arms act of solidarity yeah. uh, <laughs> you can't lock arms six feet apart yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> arms will just zoom right hands by. almost across just people America. hands on their hips exactly. hands <laughs> six feet apart but being across America one point that I really like that um that y'all made too was when you were initially pitching the idea and you're like, yeah, somebody was like, yeah, you guys should just do it at the sandbar instead. And it was like, no, no, no. The whole point of this yes. is that we're, we are social distancing. This is something that like, we're not trying to like get on the national news or being like idiots. For right. Like, because right. if you go to the sandbars, you can pull up on your boat, hop out and walk around on the sandbar. And then people get together and they're getting drunk and everything. Yeah. Together. This exactly. is like, literally we're going to go into like a Harbor yeah. And like you can't get out of the boat because you don't want to. Right. Well, it's eight. It's six to eight foot deep. Yeah. And so there's shards of wood everywhere. Probably. Well, no, I mean, I, <laughs> I wouldn't be diving off of your boat, but you can totally jump like into a little like if you have you a have float, pee, you, you know, can jump like yeah, yeah, you can jump in the exactly. water like. And it, don't it, pee off your boat. You'll get a ticket. Yeah, you might. Or we'll just call you out from the mic. Just piss yourself. <laughs> just yeah. you know, settle yeah, down. Just do it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna be good. Like the one thing that um. I was thinking too, like I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but I fireworks absolutely during the day. <laughs> a solar-powered flashlight Shoot right towards the protected bird island. Wait, what we're, what we're thinking sense? is a submarine with uh, a screen door. Yes, yeah, Satan's of the universe is going to. 
donate. Per, yeah. Yes, we're going to donate ejection seats for helicopters. <laughs> the first mesh submarine. The first three <laughs> people to show up will get ejection seats for helicopters. What uh, no, I was going to say, oh, no. The idea was somebody said uh, you should tell, like, Bay News 9. Nah, you don't want those dickheads that you? out there. Well, no, I don't want them out there, but if they were to, like, push it and be like, oh, if you're Just looking for it. something to social distance, that's a good like just article in itself to be like, Florida's taking pretty creative their ways to, to yeah, do, do their the like, way they would say it. Do it. Well, <laughs> got to get closer to the mic. Breaking news. Florida decides. Florida decides to take creative measures to enjoy the pandemic. Yeah, no, exactly. No, it's good. <laughs> I think it would be more like this though. Ready? Well, it looks like <laughs> Florida's deciding to do some pretty genuine original stuff to hang out out the water. That sounds like a Michigan mother. <laughs> yeah, you got exactly. to do it like well, they got to add gonna some cheesy like, like they're going to have fun in the sun without hurting anyone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. shit. We should use yeah. that. Fun yeah. in the yeah. sun without hurting <laughs> anyone. Sun without uh what is the thing infecting anyone? Yeah. Ooh, that's true fun too. Fun in the sun without infecting anyone. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I think Bob, I'm going to have I'm gonna have Bob do it because he's like 65, and dude, the what? news. Oh, dude, hey, dude, dude he's wrapping right. up the news, dude. dude. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying, I don't want him to do an interview like from the boat. I want him to like call in and be like, "Hey, this is Bob Burnett. Uh, we're voice, doing an dude. event." Yeah, Sounds exactly. He'd be like, "I'm 65 years old, and I'm going to be throwing an event that is totally social distancing approved." Blah blah blah. And maybe they'll listen to him because 65 year you know, like, that's kind of but their demographic. But the thing is, too, it's, like, you know? it's an yeah. easy sell because, you, like, I believe in, like, it, this is a good idea. This is crazy. It, yeah. It's such a right. good idea, man. So you guys are all going to be on the same? Are you going to rotate bands off the bar? Off the boat. So, and so barge, the, that was part of Bob's pitch. He's like, so we're going to have, like, three boats all together. So, like, the main boat that the band's going to be on and set up and everything. Then I'll have my boat. That's like the band on deck. Who's gonna be like all the bar on there? Yeah, and that's where oh, you hang he's out. Gonna love it. And oh, then, love it. and then he's like, I'm gonna have a dinghy that's gonna go around with like maybe just a big bucket that you can collect money and have the Venmo on it. We can sell merchandise out of it and go boat to boat. And it's just yeah. like, oh, what a cool idea, man. Chicks on the now, boat how many, that how are many like, uh, dirt balls own boats? <laughs> that's the bad. Part. We'll no, find that's, out. That's funny. Did you see the flyer what I put on there? I go because uh-uh. I put under the thing. It goes. It says. Uh, accessible by like free concert accessible by boat only and then underneath that in quotes I wrote kayak paddleboard no, <laughs> no no I go so hit up all your rich buddies <laughs> <laughs> I love it I guess yeah I guess a beach can be you know I don't know oh, it's, well it's, here's the deal the boats that are gonna come I mean, I hope the boats that are gonna come to it are super nice but I mean the boats that go to the sandbar in John's Pass are fucking really nice yeah. boats like I'm it's thinking not about my friends not your guys yeah so oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i have the explore 300 blow up um you know you buy yeah, that exactly. walmart oh, the, the little, what are those little zet little zodiac zodiac oh, yeah. zodiac yeah that would be good fuck yeah, but i don't know sick dude that's a really it, i think we'll it's a really awesome idea yeah, man. i think i'm, I think I'm so awesome. stoked and I, and honestly that band johnny mile and like with kenny and stuff it's like cool that bands that like we like are playing it and yeah. it's, right, it's gonna right. be good sound i have like a full pa so it's gonna have really good it's gonna be mic'd up and and the sound's gonna be really nice and just like you gonna take it out like gonna try out the day before to like kind of no. figure We're it all out i went out yeah, i went out today i guess you know everything you kind of yeah know I was like, we've done it enough times in general and i'm sure there'll be like a little learning curve with just like it being not on land but yeah. but 
that's like part of the fun and, and it's simple enough that like as long as it's not rough season it's a beautiful day it's gonna be a piece of cake. we did a recon that mission today pretty, like, well that's the thing we did a too, we did you know? a little recon uh mission today and we went out there just to check the depth of everything and it was windy as fuck today yeah like i mean it was it was a solid 15 not, to 17 yeah, yeah. knot wind you know <laughs> I mean? like consistent and it was out of like the southwest you know what i mean so um and it I mean, there, it was choppy, but it wasn't like anything terrible. Like we brought the boat back there, and it was fine. Like we, we've got a forty-four foot long, fifteen foot wide trawler. That's a huge beast that's of a big, boat, big man. Yeah, and it's got a huge back deck. But depending on what's going on, because it's still on the hard right now. It's getting a bottom job done, mm-hmm. and he's telling me that he's hoping by Wednesday or Thursday. Oof. So that's tripping me out. So I'm. We had to talk somebody about. Uh, I got a buddy named Kyle, who has like multiple barges, and, and that would be that's the what dude about who. The, well, he's sorry. got a. He has a hundred thousand pound, fifty foot wide, twelve foot deep, floating dock, that's downtown that he has to move anyways. That's essentially was, a stage. I mean, that's no, like. A, he and, said he's driven his truck on it. Like while it was on the water, and it barely. Yeah, fucking but are you moved. gonna get that back into that cove, man? It's yeah, well, that's it. I mean, it pulls, it draws <laughs> even three foot. That. Well, it draws like three foot of water. You oh, know that's what I mean? it. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's like a bar. Yeah, it's just bar. like a floating dock, basically. Yeah. So we just have to tow it there. But I mean, yeah. The visual of that. Is and it's a, it's all concrete. I don't know how the fuck it floats. Don't ask me how it floats. But he said it's like a hundred thou or a hundred thousand pounds. He said, I don't know if he was just drunk, but he said it's like 100,000 pounds total because it's all concrete. But it's like as stable as it can get. 50 foot long by 12 foot deep. So I don't know. That's the plan. Anyways, that's the deal. Next weekend. Next Saturday. Saturday, May 16th. First. Well, well, let's just call it boat stock. We'll we'll call it second annual if it works out. So we'll be working. When we go to do one. So we're just going to start Saturday. Let's help you do whatever. we We should probably podcast. From oh yeah, oh, dude, yeah. this is yeah, all remote there. right now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And sh- and another thing to Your mention. Boat or should we do? We should get, Should we do a bigger boat? Should we do I'd Trevor's? love to get Trevor's boat if he if he'll bring it down there. I don't know if he's got to work. It's or a lot of motoring, is. but yeah, not really though, right? We I mean, could do it on Bob's boat. I could ask WMNF too. WMNF, the community radio. Oh yeah, that, we are that homies with Bob those guys. Bob was talking about that. Is that eighty-eight point five? Yeah, yeah, those are homies too. We could talk to them. You should send it to them and see what they say. See, like, oh, see if they'll push awesome. it a little bit. Yeah, that's a great idea. <clears throat> just um, let them know that there are no sponsors this yeah, time because just we're just literally doing the, trying it out for yeah. fun, just for yeah. fun. And man. I don't because I don't want to promise people something and it not deliver because I have no fucking clue how this is going to go over. <laughs> that's the thing. I really matter, don't. Though. Even if it's like, but it's all just, Florida boys. It's all a bunch right. of Florida if people working on it. If it's just the bands and just yeah. a, a few boats, it's just fun. That's the right? best yeah, fucking exactly. concert ever. It's probably good for yeah. you guys to play live anyway. And we're just dying. Yeah. We're chomping at the yeah. bit, you know? So yeah, it starts at 12 o'clock noon next Saturday, May starts 16th. Starts at noon? Well, it's... Like yeah, it's like noon we'll, to five. Is what I you're promise saying? you, we'll be there by noon. Oh, we'll be there early. Yeah. <laughs> like figure, like noon to five is what I'm Make thinking. Make it a day. We have three Make bands. it a day. Yeah. It's gonna oh, be yeah. cool. Just Bring go lots there. Of beer. Throw out an anchor, and everyone's gonna be hanging. Mm-hmm. It's just Damn, gonna dude, be like that's, that's really gonna be good. It's a it's great idea, Bob, man. Hey, listen, it's Bob. Bob's idea, and it's his birthday 100%. on Friday. Big Bob, is it really? Big Bob's birthday is the day before. The day before. 
Hide your grandkids. And he's like, hide your wife. Hide your sister. Hide your wife. <laughs> and that's it's what he's Bob's saying. Birthday. He's like, they raping everybody. It's not that I need to do it like immediately. I don't. I, it doesn't have to happen. But it's like the thing is, my birthday. He, he didn't tell me that. Ever. He's like, it's my that's birthday the day bitch. before, so I thought it'd be cool if that Saturday we did it. And I was like, he wants ah. everybody to sing Happy Birthday. It ain't gonna fucking happen, no Bob. Way. That ain't gonna fucking <laughs> never. Stay gonna... late, dude. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Well, let's wrap it up. Where are we at? Holy Pretty shit! Long, minute or a minute, hour and forty six minutes. Whoa, boys. Yeah, man. Damn, that that's a good, a good one. one. Kinks. Sorry, that's what I was singing earlier. The Kinks is oh, who? Said, oh, that's a good one too. The sunny afternoon or whatever it is. So what? Is, you? Well, I was singing because you were talking about it the other night, but you were talking about the Who. It, whatever. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm so, generation. anything you want to plug or? Whatever. Just Bugstock, man. Stock, Come out to the stock. fucking show. It's going to be... you have nothing else, right? Yeah. yeah. Right and, now, yeah. And Dustin's behind you know, behind the wheel, and Bob, it's like two of the best people that throw a party exactly like this, so it's... It's going to be fun, It's going to be crazy, man. And make sure you donate, if you can, even a dollar. Fucking whatever. Donate yeah, man. Literally, dollar, it goes such a long way. $5, $100. $100. All it's all going to like the bands to help them out, and that's how they're doing it. That's how we're paying for them, because they're literally doing it for free yeah man whatever your donations are or how they're That's gonna so make money nice. so hook it the fuck yeah, up yeah help people that are out of work them. right now yeah exactly. we are we have unemployment <laughs> alright thanks dude until next time Bye. thanks Zach. later dudes <laughs>